Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's now time for Ermani and Edwards with Maz, live on the Woodward Sports Network. Every day, 2 to 4 p.m. Starring Ryan Ermani, Michigan great and former NFL baller Braylon Edwards, and of course, Tom Mazaway. Let's talk some sports. Hey, let's go! Thursday show, November 30th. 2023, Ermani and Edwards with Mass, Woodward Sports Network, woodwardsports.com, fox2detroit.com, or the Fox local app if you're watching live. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, hello everybody in YouTube sphere. Braylon Edwards, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you as well, gentlemen. Always good to be with you, always good to see you. Uh, just chilling. You know, it's uh, actually a nice day outside. It's Thursday. It's a decent game coming on tonight, so. Just riding, man. Just living on riding you guys' ways, man. No doubt about it. Riding your coattails, Braylon Edwards. Riding this guy's coattails, the great Tom Mazaway. Let's ride. Let's ride, Woodward Sports. Oh, Rocco. man. As the great Russell Wilson would say, let's ride, fellas. Beautiful day outside today. Oh, my. It's gorgeous out there. Gorgeous. We got, uh, Pete Spivak in the house. JB is with him. Kool-Aid in the audio booth. Uh, how you doing, young man, over there? Braylon, if, if, if I can... Just quickly, uh, Tom Mazaway uh, went to the Pistons game last night, or should I say, went to the Lakers game last night. Yes, Ryan is. And um, your mic's on over there. Sorry about that. Um, it went to the Lakers game last night, and Maz, the pictures that you sent the group yeah. did not seem very appealing. Well, I got in there with no problem, no issues, <laughs> uh, and I thought I, I got to get there really early because the Lakers, you know. I was basically just walking up on my own, a couple people here and there walking in, a very late arriving crowd. I'll say that uh, as the game progressed, it did fill up a little bit. Uh, they probably had, what did they fit, 20,000 there? They probably had 15. Really? By the time it was all said and done. Oh, that's pretty good. Really, would you say that's about right? 15,000? Yeah, they, for whatever reason, outside of uh, that Wizards game, have been able to attract fans, and it's one of the oddest things to me this season. Well, yeah. again, it was mostly Laker people there, and uh, <laughs> it, it is what it is. They got down, like, by 17 points early in the first quarter. They never really could get out of it. They're, they're a lost bunch, and you hear their coach at the end of the game. And what does Monty Williams say? He says, this group does not uh, do me, well with adversity does not do well with adversity that that's that's not good that's yeah, not good it's not good for a coach uh, first year come in and it's only been you know what give or take 15. 18 games so something 18, like that 18 yeah, games two and he's and already talking about this team doesn't do well with adversity it's your job to help them do well with adversity they're young men so you're guiding them so i think that comment is a little ill-advised for right now but as it, as it relates to like coming to the stadium man i've been to the warriors game i went to the sixers game and i went to the nuggets game and i agree with Madge. you walk up it wasn't that crowded especially when you go to those games on monday like monday wednesday People are like, eh, I'm not going to see the Pistons. It's whoever's in town. Right. But 
people that's are, mainly what it is. Yeah, and even now, you're talking about really good players. People aren't trying to go see those really good players this early in the season. People are stuck in football season. The line, the Pistons are not good, so they don't want to come. And then you also run the risk of people getting people getting benched or people not playing. So I think, you know, you go to those games, it's always the other fan bases that are dominant. When I would see that Warriors game, it was nothing but Golden all State Warriors. War- it's all Warriors. It was all Warriors at the game. Listen, I always made sure – that I was early at the palace and early at Little Caesars he had to, be. to hear John to hear yeah. John Mason mm-hmm. because Mason when he when he gets you going, it really is an exciting. It's a thing. production. It's a great production, and the Pistons have always been on top of their game but, 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 when it comes but, to production. Production, but you know what? I didn't get a chill this time. It was like, oh, cold chill. I, I okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not excited anymore, and that's sad. If I'm not excited as a fan. Those kids are not excited but to play ball. Before Ryan throws the harpoon right at the Pistons, which deserve it in this case, how could you get excited, though, Maz? Like, you go down every year, it's less wins than the year before. Yeah. Last year was less wins than 2021. 2021 was less wins than 20, and so on and so on and so on. Last time they won a playoff game, <laughs> 18 years ago. It's 18 years ago. So it's to the point, like, why am I – how can I get excited? And then I get excited about – it's a, it's a coach that comes from Phoenix, and you saw what he did out there in terms of helping those young players kind of become the best versions of themselves. He comes here, he said, you know what? Maybe this guy is the guy. He's worked with a lot of young players, and the effort isn't there. When the effort can't be there, like at least if the effort is there, if it seems like the effort is there, I can work with it. And I can say, you know what? I support him. We'll figure it out. But the effort isn't even there, man. That's why there's no enthusiasm about the Detroit Pistons right now. No, it, man, and it's it's not – it's not good. Was I close, Ryan? Right around there. Yeah, no. I mean, I think you guys are really, yeah. you know, hitting the nail on the head. I, you know, I, I told you yesterday the, the Pistons made me become a sports fan. You know, the bad boy Pistons of the the, the mid '80s, the late '80s, and uh, what they have become is so sad to me uh, that they're almost virtually not even worth speaking about. One of the things that I wanted to bring up about last night's game in Mass with you in the building there, have either of you considered that this could potentially be the last time LeBron James plays basketball in Detroit? I never thought of it. You know, I, I, I mean, just each year, each you just can't take the next year for granted. And when you play a team once a year, you know, the Warriors once a year, the Lakers once a year, any team in the West once a year. And that's why the Jokic um, uh, uh, once a year, and he gets thrown out in the second I was, quarter. I was there. I was uh, it's just not right, but you know, this guy has been so great for so long. Now, I respect him like hell. No, he is not the greatest basketball player ever, but he is the greatest basketball player of the last generation. And I do think I did watch that game a little bit with with like a, uh, yeah. you know what I mean, like a twist because. Uh, I was in the building when he, he scored, what, uh, 25 straight in yeah. a row uh, in that playoff game. But I'm telling you, uh, one of the greatest, and maybe one of the last times, if not the last time, you'll ever see LeBron uh, play. When I was a kid, man, when I was a kid, I told you the Knicks won when I was 11 years old. That was 73. You know the Sixers won nine games that year. I remember that. I'm like, wow, our team won nine games. The 76ers, that's the worst mm-hmm. record in still. Like, and it's got to be still there. Mm-hmm. The Pistons might beat it. The Pistons might get less wins than the Lions. Think about that. Yeah, I saw that today. Somebody tweeted that out, that the Lions have more wins in the last calendar year than the Pistons. 
Yeah, oh, no, I was going to say, I have a, the greatest ever is Michael Jordan. That's why I'm wearing these uh, cool grays right now, cool gray 11s to be exact. But, yeah, the thing with LeBron is I thought about that. I thought about it not being his, uh, I mean, being his last time. I thought about him not playing again. But the Pistons are so lackluster, I refuse to go down there and see LeBron, you know, have right. his 30 or whatever he did against the Pistons last night, win by 29 or almost 30. I, I'm going to make a trip out of that, I think, to see him. Because if this is his last game, Ryan Armani, if this is the last time you're going to see somebody that truly personifies greatness, like, don't you want to see him in a game that matters? Like, don't you want to see LeBron versus KD or LeBron versus insert star here that we know? So, to see one of his last games, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm not watching the LCA. <laughs> and, and this is no, no disrespect to my home team, but... Like, I don't want the last time I see him play be against what you saw last night. So then at halftime, I walk around the concourse. I go to the team store because I always go to the team store no matter what's, what arena I'm in. And I know you're going to pay a little bit more when you go in there. I couldn't get anything under, under $30 there. I'm talking like a, a T-shirt. A T-shirt's a $36 and above. If you want to get a, a jersey, I went to the clearance rack, see if I can get one of those green piston jerseys yeah. from one of my daughters because they love rocking the NBA gear as well. Couldn't, Forget about I it. couldn't touch it, man. It, it's it's so expensive. What a shame. It's so expensive, what a shame. man. They're pricing you out as well. And I know on a secondary market, you can get a cheap ticket right now to go see him. And it's not the ticket that's going to get you. It's, it's everything. It's else. everything else. It's, it's the parking. It's everything else. You know, I got nothing to, to bitch about. But you know, if if you're going to go there, you better you better bring uh, bring a lot of credit cards with you. Plus, they only take credit cards on top of that. Oh all. my God. No cash. Yeah. Cash uh, is out. They don't take cash there. No, no. they don't. They don't take cash anywhere. Cash is over. What did that happen? Cash is over. What what did that happen? COVID. Like, it was already getting there before COVID. That was just the excuse to not take cash. COVID was a cover for a lot of things. Yeah. At 100%. And and raise prices. It's a total cover. I like these gas stations that have the cash price Mm -hmm. and the credit price. Who the hell is walking in there with a $100 bill and paying for their their gas now? Oh, yeah, true. Who? It's, it's a, crazy, it's a farce. man. Shoot, now that you now that you, now that you know that, I might have to carry cash just for right. that. Yeah, you should. Right. There just, you go. For, just for that price. Uh, guys, big show for you today. Uh, coming up in about 20 minutes from now, we'll talk to Mike Haas, who is the play-by-play voice of the New Orleans Saints on radio there. We'll get the lowdown on everything happening with this. the Saints. To me, I picked the Saints to be a top two or three team in the NFC this year. I thought with the defense that they had last year with them to win. with Michael Thomas back, yeah. with adding Derek Carr, I thought this was a team that was really going to compete for an NFC championship. Uh, and they still might. You never know what happens uh, if you get into the postseason. But uh, they are struggling. We'll see what he has to say about them. Coming up in hour number two of the program, we're going to talk to our good friend Mike O'Hara from DetroitLions.com, get a sense of his perspective on the Detroit Lions. Where are these guys right now? Where is this team? A little bit of a um, rough patch over the last four or five weeks of the season, and we'll see if they can dig out of it. This feels like a really big week, and I do think, Bray, with a 10-day layoff, I think this is a week that you're going to see the Lions play a really good football game. I have talked myself into that. I think the rough patch ends this week. 
I think they play really well against the Saints. Uh, yeah, I hope it does. But the good thing about it for the Detroit Lions this year in terms of what we've seen is every time they've had a rough patch or every time they've had a hiccup, let's call it that, they've responded. Whether it was losing to Seattle and then bouncing back, whether it was losing to the Ravens in the fashion they did and bouncing back. Every time they've had one of those hiccups this season, it seems like they found a way to bounce back. And not only just bounce back with a win, Ryan, it seemed like in each of those next two games, they bounced back with a purpose. They bounced back and they won with authority. You look at how they won over. Like they won those games with authority handily. So they've shown us that they can do it. So let's go down here and let's make this the third time and the last time that they need to respond. Time has a way. They're definitely – well, I'm not, I'm not going to say they're definitely going to win, but I'm picking them to win. I'm picking them to cover. I'm picking them to play their best game in the last month. I think Dan Campbell going back to New Orleans where he got kind of a coaching start, right? Right. This is true. T- tight ends coach. Learning under Sean Payton and before that with the Dolphins and under Bill Parcells. This is this is his place, man. This is where his team has got to pick him up. And let's go. Let's ride, Detroit. I think a good thing, too, is, you know, you know, I'm always the guy where a win has to look a certain way. Whether it's, you know, a win against a bad team needs to look a certain way. A win against a less than divisional opponent needs to look a certain way. This is a game I need them to win, Ryan Armani. Like, I need them to go down there and win. You need to get it back in the winning column first, and then we can start to really fix everything that's going wrong or everything that hasn't necessarily been exactly right this season. Just get a win. Get back in the winning column. You get to 8-3. and three, Then you can worry about the next opponent. Then you can worry about fixing things. But if you get to worry about trying to play perfect football, trying to beat them a certain way, you know we're much better than them. We're plus four, and they're at home. You get to worrying about all that, sometimes it'll go back the opposite way. Just get a win, and we can cover from there. Yeah, no doubt about it, guys. We'll also talk Michigan football, Big Ten championship game against the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday night. Michigan's in the Big Ten championship? They are for the third straight year. They had a coach championship game against the Iowa Hawkeyes. We'll talk about that. Lots to get to on a, uh, what's today? Thursday. Thursday (laughs) But first, a message from Dispo. That's right. Now, open till midnight, Romeo Dispo, Michigan's largest cannabis mall. 21 weapons of how old you have to be, recreation only. But other than that, man, they got the best product, the best brands, the best people working there. It's a fun place to play. You walk in, you're like a kid in a candy store. Oil, flour, it does not matter. Dispo Romeo, open till midnight, Michigan's largest cannabis mall. We've just received word. The world's cannabis supply has vanished. The public is outraged and has taken to the streets in response to this tragedy. The individual responsible acted alone, and we can only hope they will make things right soon. Your home is your most important asset. Flexibility in the sales process is key. When you work with Mark White & Associates, you can cancel at any time, for any reason, without penalty. Speaking of flexibility, check this out. Who you work with matters. Hire the best broker in the game. yourselves Detroit as the sun begins to set two of Woodward Sports brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder the dog days in Detroit are over and the boys are unleashed join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet tune into the Woodward Sports 
Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Booner and Broder. Hey, for over 60 years, Fairway Packing Company has provided Michigan's finest restaurants, hotels, and casinos with prime beef, Wagyu beef, and dry-aged beef. You can experience the Fairway difference for yourself today. Visit the Steak Shop in Gross Point Woods for grab-and-go steaks. If you can't make it in person, you can always order online. They ship next day. Fairwaypacking.com. Fairwaypacking.com. Glad to have you along with us here on YouTube, Woodward Sports on YouTube. 56,500 subscribers on this platform. Hit that like button for us. It helps YouTube push our content out to more people. Mike Haas, Saints Radio Voice in 15 minutes. And in about an hour and 15 minutes, we'll talk to Mike O'Hara, Detroit Lions. Com. Bray, we are just talking about Lions and Saints here. The Lions are a four-point favorite on the road in New Orleans. Dan Campbell uh, talked about this one, and he talked about playing in New Orleans. Here's what he had to say about that. We'll get that for you momentarily, guys. Um, but nonetheless, he's really excited to be playing in New Orleans again. He spent five, here. Here it is. We got it now. It's a tough place to play, too. This is going to be an unbelievable environment, you know. And it's hard to win there, but it's exactly what you want. I mean, this this is this is exactly what you want. This is another one of those. You start talking about these places you get to go play at, man. We talked about Arrowhead. You talk about going to Lambeau. You get to go to the Superdome. I mean, there's nothing sweeter than this. You come out uh, with a win out in that, that environment. So it's a formidable opponent. It doesn't matter how many guys they have out. It's all, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we're going to have out because we'll probably have a couple out again. Um, it's about getting ready to, to uh, play your best football against a team you have to assume is going to play their best football. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, he's right. It's, it's a real championship real big-time atmosphere when you play down there at the Superdome or the Mercedes-Benz Domes or whatever the hell they want to call it now. It's a fun place. They have one of the best fan bases in the country. Madison, would you give me that? Absolutely. That Superdome is a great place to 100%. Play. I mean, it's the eighth wonder of the world at one point in the man. It, it's a fun place to fade always, no matter how they are. They're going to show up. They're going to cheer for their Saints, and they're going to cause havoc for the opposition. It's like playing in a playoff-like environment and atmosphere. And once you win, like, once you win that game, like, that's something that you take. You get that win on the road in that type of environment. That's an environment that the Lions are going to play in in the playoffs. That's an environment that Fort Phil is going to feel like for our position. So getting a win down there in New Orleans against a team that could still win their division could be a huge win for them and their favorite, and it's on the road. This is a really fun game for the Detroit Lions. It's one of those ones when you win, that plane ride back, Oh, man, it's going to be a lot of boo-ray and a lot of fun for those guys. Hell, yeah, man. That's a dome there. A lot of Super Bowls have been played in that dome, and a lot will be played in the future. That is the dome. I know there's yeah, better ones out is. now, newer and cleaner, and but that is the place to play. And for the Lions to bounce back uh, and to do it where Dan Campbell used to coach, I think will be a, a fantastic. And sweetness. they got to beat the Saints. you got to beat that team. Whenever I think of the Super Bowl, I always think about sweetness, not getting the, getting the ball. It's, oh, yeah. Super Bowl sucks. 20. Super Bowl 20, not Super getting the Super Bowl ball. 20. Yeah, I'd like to see the Lions uh, play one of their best, cleanest games, too, because, you know, we talk about the turnover so much, and, and uh, we talked about it with Dan Miller yesterday. The Lions minus seven in the turnover battle over the last four weeks. Uh, you know, three turnovers against Green Bay, four against Chicago, none against the Chargers, and they won that game by three points, Bray, and that's probably – 
one of the reasons why they won that game because the Chargers scored five touchdowns in the last five drives, but it was that extra possession the Lions got by being a plus one in the turnover battle that really was the difference in the game. And then the week before that, they somehow found a way to beat uh, the Las Vegas Raiders by double digits despite having three turnovers in that game. But you've got to just stop giving that ball away. And, and, And the Saints are a team that... You aren't going yeah. to beat if you lose the turnover battle. They're just they're just good enough to beat you if you turn that ball over. Yeah, 100%. The turnover battle has always been the clear way to measure how a game is won and lost. It's the easiest stat to point to when you look at it. And the Detroit Lions have not been taking care of the football. Look, just two seconds ago, I said, you want to just see the Lions win this one. And I agree. You want to see the Lions win this one, come home with a win. You're eight and three now, and it's a win in the NFC. You get back on track. But I'd be lying if I said you didn't want it to look a certain way. If you don't have any turnovers, if you play better, if the offensive line looks like the offensive line that they look like in those games that they won and won handily, then you start to look at this team again and say, okay, they're back on track, man. I can look at them and say I believe in this team again. I think they're back on track to where they're where I think they can go. But if they get a barrel win where it's like, ah, oh, when they, they scraped and they got it. You're happy for the win, but you still have concerns. You still have questions on what they're going to look like moving forward. Uh, Derek Carr has not played well this year, and he's been injured on and off. He's got like four 300-yard passing games, too. It's great. Yeah, but it's, it's mostly in junk time. True. They're always behind when that happens. They do have a good defense still. So, and you know, Taysom Hill is going to get his chances, and uh, he's a pain in the neck as well. But Alvin Kamara is the way that team wins. If you can hold that guy under 100 yards total offense, you got a hell of a chance to win that game. Of course, you got to hold on to the ball as well. And I believe I've been reading now that J-Mo has been – you know, they're starting to notice him in practice now. The Lions coaches are appreciating how hard he's working. And they said uh, yesterday in the locker room that they're going to try to feed him a little bit more and get him more involved in the game plan, something that you've been asking to do for about a month now. Yeah, and I actually can appreciate how they've gone about it because, you know, playing football, being in that level, being in that locker room, a lot of times when guys come in, you want to see how hard a guy is going to work before you start featuring him, before you start feeding him. You want to see if a guy is going to go through the pecking order. You want to see if a guy can block. You want to see if a guy is going to work hard in practice. You're going to see if a guy, how does he interact with the team? And I think he's starting to do that. And what, that's what Maz means. They're seeing him because he's consistent. They're seeing him because everything they ask of him, he's doing. That's how you get on the field. That's how you get your passes. It's not necessarily where you're drafted. It's the work you're putting in. Because the Lions and Dan Campbell have built this thing a certain way. They want guys to appreciate it. They want guys to work the same as everybody else. And that's what you're getting out of Jameson. That's why they're going to feature him a little bit more. Plus, hell, they need somebody down that field. They need to make some plays down the field. I want to see them make some big plays like that so it's a little easier underneath for Amon Ra and Sam Laporte. And you open up the running game. Let's not make it where David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs got to be the driving catalyst to get this offense going. Let's get Amon Ra down the field. Let's get Jameson down the field. Let's hope Jonah Jackson gets to play. And he was limited yesterday in practice, so that's a good thing. He was limited. Frank Ragnow, full practice. It feels like if you can get your offensive line back, you've got yourself a fighting chance. Because yeah. uh, Jared Goff has been really under a lot of fire lately from that pass rush of the opponents uh, that they've faced. I wanted to say this about the Saints' offense, too, because one of the big reasons why the Lions are not playing well right now is because that defense looks like an absolute sieve right now. Yeah. In the last five weeks of the season, this defense has allowed 29 points 
per game. They have a three and two record in the last five, but last five, the defense has allowed 25 points a game. In the first six games of the season, when they were five and one, the Lions defense allowed 21 points a game. So you're talking about a difference of eight points. That's more than a touchdown. That's a significant deal. Uh, and That's you're looking what they at lost it, last week. Though. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're looking at it on your screen right now. And, you know, I think turnovers are a big reason why. I think uh, this defense has been put in terrible positions. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, uh, you know, this defense is being called out now. Bray, yeah. the freaking Saints offense is not good at all. In seven of their 11 games, they have scored 20 or less. Mm-hmm. 20 or less. They've scored in the 30s twice in 11 games. This offense is not good, despite having Derek Carr, despite having Alvin Kamara, despite having Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. Um, they just have not been able to put it together. No, they definitely haven't been able to put it together. But getting back to the Detroit Lions for a second, talking about that defense, in the beginning of the season, you look at the teams that they played against to now. Like, so you start, you got to look at a couple things into why it looked a little better and why it's looking a little bad. In game three, or game three, they played the Falcons. Falcons were not that good early. They played Green Bay. Green Bay was horrible early. They played the Panthers. Panthers are still horrible. They played the Buccaneers. Buccaneers weren't that good early. They played the Ravens. They got cooked. Then they played the Raiders, and the Raiders weren't that good, especially when I saw them. So a lot of those teams they saw were playing horrible football and were not good, not to mention now there's a reason they went out and got Emmanuel Mosley in the offseason. There's a reason why they went out and got C.J. G.J. in the offseason. There's a reason why they drafted Jack Campbell in the first round, linebacker out of Iowa, who will see his team this weekend. They went because they needed help at those positions. They needed guys on those positions that could be the key. And those guys coming along as Jack Campbell, other guys out for the season with injuries. Well, C.J. G.J. will talk about that as well. That's hurting them as well. You go out and get players, you expect them to do well. Look at the free agents on other teams that are playing well like the Green Bay, I'm excuse me, like the Philadelphia Eagles. That's another thing that's hurting the Lions is guys who you went after, guys you paid money to, they're not available for you right now, and that's something that's hurting them as well. Is By the way, he did say CJGJ. December 20th. December 20th, he says. So does that mean December 20th? That's what he put 20th, on his Instagram story. Exactly. Does that mean December 20th he's going to play football or practice football? That would be a big distinction. Um, December 20th, by the way, maybe he can come back to practice. Uh, They've got three games left at Minnesota, at Dallas, and the Vikings. They play Minnesota on Christmas Eve, so we'll see what that means, whatever December 20th means. Maybe that's... When he when his clock starts of 21 days, right? I mean, speaking of 21 days, tis the season for comebacks. You talk about Aaron Rodgers coming back, which to me is still crazy. CJ GJ, maybe he's jumping in on that, and you know they could really, really, really use him. That would be perfect timing, especially with the Cowboys game coming up, Vikings for the second time, and then that playoff run. That could be a major time to come back. Um. Anybody that they can get in that secondary would be helpful right yeah. now because it's secondary is fine. It's the rush. Well, there's only true. so much. There's only yeah. so long you can cover a guy. Right, that's true. That's They're a great playing point. okay. That's a great point. Considering all yeah. the injuries, Mosley and and CJ, you don't have those guys. Two of your guys that you signed in the off season, you don't have them. But you know what? You got other guys that are plugged in. Brian Branch is playing great. Tracy Walker's doing his thing. Rush the damn passer. That's it. 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 That's what it comes down to. 
It's both. Like it, it's both. It's the back end as well as the defensive line. Uh, and we keep saying Hutch isn't getting any help, and we keep saying Hutch is not getting help. Hutch isn't making plays either. Like Hutch has got to help the other side as well. Hutch has got to dominate the team. So whereas it's easier for the guys on the other side, that's what he's got to get. We talked about. I told you the story with Michael Strahan. Like coach, they're double teaming me his rookie year or his second year. Coach, man, they keep double teaming. Take that as a sign of respect. Take that as a sign that they believed you have arrived. Now, find a way to get off that double team. I don't want to hear the excuses. He's got to get off those double teams, and they got to help him out. If they do that, you can get some coverage sacks by the defense. Then you can get some pressure interceptions by the secondary. So, got to do it. God, Works we're, together. We're going to head to New Orleans next. Talk to the Saints play-by-play -play radio voice. We'll do that next. But first, a message from Big Boy. All right, fellas. Winter time is comfort time in Detroit. It's always better when you get to big boy try the veal parmigiano the new southern comfort chicken bowl but you want to start your day off with a great breakfast you know what's back the stuffed potato pancakes as well as the classic lumberjack and santa fe omelets and the brand new apple pie hotcakes are to die for top it all off with a shake how about a gingerbread shake brand new from your local big boy Join Woodward Sports' own Jeff Iafrady, along with special WSN guests for the most anticipated Lions season in decades. Filled with different surprises and expert analysis. You're not going to want to miss out. Go to our Woodward Sports YouTube channel on Sundays and tune in live from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Where's the most convenient place to get that big fitness energy? It's Planet Fitness. Join today for just $1 down, $10 a month. With over 2,400 locations and equipment for every workout, you can get in, get energized, and get going. And with free fitness training and most clubs open 24 hours, everyone belongs in the judgment-free zone. So join today for $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment, cancel any time. Deal ends Wednesday, September 13th. Join now at any Metro Detroit location. Hurry, offer ends soon. Woodward Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool-Aid sipping celebrations. You won't want to miss it. Join Maz, Stick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. How would you like to win a $100,000 Vegas getaway? Take your friends and live it up in the city that never sleeps. It's the Cintron Energy. Drink it and live it. Purchase a 24-pack today and enter to win. Register at drinkcitron.com slash Vegas and buy Cintron at your local Meyer store. Cintron, the healthier energy drink with great taste. Look good, feel great, and be the best version of yourself with Citron. Drinkcitron.com slash Vegas. I see you, Pete Spivak. Bam. Hell yeah, man. Now Great Vegas job, buddy. Absolutely. Damn. Hey, as we uh, track down uh, Mike Haas having some connectivity issues, we'll get with him momentarily. Bray, how big is it that Hendon Hooker is back at practice? He is practicing now. His window is uh, started. And good on the Lions for uh, you know, giving him a year of service as well for that contract uh, to roll over. Definitely good that he's out there now. Definitely good. The guys are seeing him say he looks good. Says he feels good to be out there because look, let's 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 call it a spade a spade. 
Like, you drafted a guy that could have went first round last year. You drafted a guy that could have won the Heisman Trophy if he doesn't tear his ACL. If they go, it's a lot of ifs. I understand that. But you're drafting a guy that has some cachet. You're drafting a guy that's a little older. He's a little mature. Guaranteed he's picking up this playbook a lot faster some of these young guys. And he's had a chance to sit back unobserved, watch Amar Ross St. Brown, watch Sam Laporta, watch Jameer Gibbs, how these guys operate and how these guys operate. So it's going to be fun to see what happens. And also, hey, we still don't know what's going to happen next year. So it's going to be interesting these last couple weeks. Let me play a little audio for you. This is Hendon Hooker talking about how JT Barrett, the Lions' uh, uh, offensive assistant, that yes, that JT Barrett, Ohio the State. Ohio State quarterback, has helped him the spot. come along. How's Coach JT Barrett helped you through this time? Yeah, he's been great. He's been great. Um, on and off the field, just talking to me about um, the steps that I'm taking to get back because uh, he's endured an injury as well, a couple of them. So he knows exactly what I'm going through. Um, he knows exactly the steps to take to get back uh, your confidence and get back to the floor. Uh, that was Hendon Hooker, and uh, we are all pretty excited to see what this kid can do eventually one day for the Detroit Lions. Uh, but now, guys, let's uh, head down to New Orleans, bring in Mike Haas, Saints radio uh, voice, play-by-play voice of the New Orleans Saints on X at Mike Haas, com, C-O-M-M. Mike, how you doing, my friend? I am doing fine. Busy day here. I'm My office is in the Superdome. and got a Pelicans game tonight and Saints on Sunday, so... It's been a while since we've been around this building for a significant period, so good to be here. Absolutely. You know, it's it's interesting you bring, you bring up the Dome because we were just talking about that. Dan Campbell talked about how difficult it is, having been there for five years, just how difficult it is for an opponent to come into that building and play a football game. What is it about the atmosphere inside that Dome that makes it so hard on opposing teams? Well... He was here when they were winning every week, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so they, you know, 13-3 was like, eh, all right, good year, way to go, right? So it's 2016 to 2020, he won four division titles, and it is a special building. It's just been it's been difficult the last really three years, 9-8, and eight, Sean's last year, and then Dennis, you know, 7-10 and 10 last year, you know, 5-6 and six at this point, and they have not really played well here in the last probably three years. So the crowd is just aching to cheer like they used to back in those days. So there just has not been a whole lot to kind of get excited about, you know, and they're all noon games. And so people kind of roll in here late, but it's a, when it's up, when it's up and in those times when Campbell was here and Aaron Glenn, man, it was, I mean, it was nonstop from the beginning of the game. To the end, but they just haven't had uh, fans haven't had the opportunity to to get that excited recently. Mike, hey, glad to have you on the show here, Braylon Edwards. Uh, you talked about having something to be excited about. Well, it seems like there is one thing to be excited about, and that's receiver second year out of Ohio State, Chris Olave. It seems like it doesn't matter who's the co- uh, who's the quarterback playing in that particular game. He always finds a way to make catches, get first downs, and even score touchdowns. Talk about how good and how big Chris Olave has been paused in the last two years for the New Orleans Saints. Well, he's just been huge. I mean, he was really, you know, the only guy – uh, against Atlanta last week, you know, seven receptions and 114 yards at halftime, and he gets hurt in the second half. And so he's in concussion protocol right now. And, you know, it's rare. We see it. Guys come back in that, that week span. But, you know, he has been 
it's funny because he's just such a like he's so open sometimes you're like what are you how are you guys not guarding Chris yeah. Olave because he was he was a kind of a third down machine last year and you know again you know, 63 receptions you know, he's, he's he's just been the guy especially when you lose a Mike Thomas uh, he's just been very very dependable Talking to Mike Haas, play-by-play radio voice of the New Orleans Saints. You know, let's stick with that offense for a minute, Mike. What What is the talk down there in New Orleans about this offense? Just looking at, I think, seven of the 11 games this year, you know, uh, 20 or less. Uh, this offense has just not been clicking at all. Is that a little surprising down there? It's, yes, because I think ex- expectations were really high. And until really the last two weeks, they have not been hammered by injuries like some teams. I mean, the last two weeks they have, but prior to that, they had their receiving core, they had their running backs, and it's really just inside the 20s. And so they have struggled so much in the red zone. Like I use you guys as an example. You have a second best offense out there. You have 27 points a game. Uh, The Saints have been in the red zone more than the Lions. Wow, that's impossible, yeah. right? You know, we've been there forty times. The Lions have been there thirty-eight, but we don't we don't cash in, right? And so, field goals versus touchdowns, you know, never. In the last two weeks, the Lions have attempted zero field goals. <laughs> we've attempted seven, yeah. uh, and so it's not that they have not moved the ball. That's why their numbers offensively, you know, look strong but when they get down inside the 20 it is you know for five last week in atlanta oh for five that's you know and now i think it's gotten it's become a little mental because it's been such a week-to-week issue last week was a little different because it wasn't just that you didn't score you turned it over the red zone twice and one was a pick six and i mean it's just yeah it's a that's a momentum change where that's hard to return so offensively between the 20s pretty strong but if they don't can't find a way to put it in the end zone they're very very uh easy to beat um i want to ask you about two players real quick you talk about inside the red zone and we were talking about chris olave a big 10 guy here's another big 10 guy Jawan johnson out of penn state is he a guy that the detroit lions might have to expect them to run some plays for in the red zone because he is definitely starting to catch on in that tight end position because he was a wide receiver coming out of college yeah, he's got skills that I don't think you can teach because he was a wide receiver. I've been a huge Juwan Johnson fan. Uh, and so I do. I think he's a guy that should be targeted more in the red zone. I mean, they picked up Jimmy Graham, and he hasn't even been active. So, you know, Juwan caught seven touchdowns last year. Uh, he's only caught one this year. Uh, but I just he is a guy in the red zone. I mean, the Saints, to me, are almost when you had Mike Thomas and Jimmy Graham – and Juwan Johnson and Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill, you should be a strong red zone team. And so, yeah, I think Juwan should be should, should be one of those guys that they need to connect with in the red zone. Hey, Mike, Tom Mazoy, thanks for joining us. Uh, I wanted to ask you about the quarterback position. It's Let's face it, it hasn't been exactly what you guys have drawn it up for. You bring in Derek Carr, uh, he leaves the Raiders, uh, well, he – left the Raiders in an unfortunate time. He, they just didn't treat him right at the end, and he wanted out of there. He comes in, he works out, he looks like he's in great shape, but it just hasn't happened for him. Do you see a difference in Derek Carr this year? You know, I think the injury in Green Bay impacted him probably more uh, in his head as far as, you know, the clock in his head. You know, I think sometimes he, he might hold on to it a second too long, or sometimes maybe he takes the, you know, the, the first 
option uh, to, so that he doesn't get the sack. And again, he's it's not that he hasn't moved the ball, but he really hasn't had a. I think his touch the last touchdown was in the first half of the Chicago Bear game, you know, back on November fifth. So that's you know, it's just that's been the issue. It's not that he hasn't you know moved the team, but. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really kind of correlate into points. You know, if you can put that all on Derek, but it has been, it's been tough, right? It's been tough, but he's battled through. He got hurt in the Minnesota, you know, second half uh, again, but he's come back. He's not missed any time. And, you know, it's it's just, has, it hasn't, like you say, it, 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 it looks good, and they expected it to be much better. It just hasn't really been there. I saw the game against the Vikings, and the uh, Saints kept coming back at him, and that's when Jameis Winston got in that game, and he seemed to light a fire under them. And I know he throws a, a hell of a long ball. I know that. He, 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 the guy has got a lot of talent, and we know there's a downside to him, too. Do you think they're in better shape if they just use Jameis Winston? No. I think we've seen. I think there's. I think you, you kind of you nailed it. He did give him a – he came in in that Minnesota game, and he threw – a couple of touchdowns, one pretty quickly, but then, you know, game on the line and plenty of time to, to move this offense. And you don't have to take deep shots. And then there's the two, the two interceptions deep uh, right. that, that, that cost him. So I think it's a, I think they've seen enough of his resume. And I think he's a solid quarterback. And there are some that clearly favor his maneuverability over Derek, you just kind of have a guy that can move, move around some uh, to to avoid some of the pressure that you see in the NFL these days. But you know, I think he's I think it's, it's Carr's job, uh, and, and I don't see Jameis you know taking that over uh, anytime soon. I love Jameis Winston. I just wanted to get that on Next the record now. I mean, that's my guy. I was going to ask about him, but it's all good. Uh, Mike, let me ask you about this division. There is something. What is going on in this division? I mean, last year with the Bucks, this year, uh, you know, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta is five and six. New Orleans five and six. Um, what, what do you think the problem is with uh, the NFC South? Yeah, that's tough. I, I think well, the the Bucks went all in right a few years ago with Tom Brady, and won the Super Bowl, and have been paying the price financially. I mean, there's 77 million dead cap, so it's been tough for them to fi- figure out what the next option is. The Saints just finished last year p- paying Drew Brees, uh, you know, and so and Atlanta is just I think a good team that just finds a way to lose somehow. I really think they are the probably they are probably one of the most talented teams uh, can be at times in the NFC, but just figure out a way somehow not to, to finish it off. But it's uh, this division was so strong for so many years with Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, and you know Tom Brady, and then from and you go from that pretty quickly to uh, if you ain't got a quarterback, Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, you know the Falcons have been back and forth. Derek Carr, new offense. So I think it's a little bit of that. Uh, but it just hasn't been very, you know, been a very good division the last two years. That's for sure. How's Dennis Allen doing uh, in New Orleans as far as uh, being a head coach? It just doesn't seem that to me. He's had another chance. He's had a couple of chances here. Do you think he's the long-term answer there? I don't know if he's well. We're going to find out. I mean, this is you know, this is year two. Um, he's a very he is who he is. He's not Dan Campbell. Right, although they know each other, played with each other, you know, he's they could not be farther apart 
and how they approach the media, how they kind of, you know, just their demeanor. And Dennis is who he is. Uh, you know, he's got six games left right now to kind of figure this out. Four of them are at home. Uh, and so how the rest of this season plays out could very well dictate what happens uh, to him next year. I don't think last year uh, being his first year and given everything that, that they were going through uh, injury-wise, but, you know, he's, he's, he's a – He's a good guy, right? And he's been a solid coach, but he's just not been able to kind of, from a head coaching standpoint, from, you know, uh, Oakland, Las Vegas to, to here, has not been able to put a bunch of wins up. And in the end, that's what it's going to be about. Hey, Mike, thanks so much for the time, man. We really appreciate it here in Detroit. And who knows, maybe we'll talk to you again down the road for a playoff game. How about that? Uh, that'd be awesome. I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the fact that we're not, we don't use that word a lot around here, but that would be great to even uh, have that opportunity. Hey, Mike, we haven't hosted a playoff game here in 30 years. So, uh, you're right. 32. I'll take it back. <laughs> know your audience. Know your that's audience. Right. Know your audience. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mike. See you, man. We appreciate it. All, right, All the best. You, you Thank got you. Mike Hoss. You can follow him on X at Mike Hoss. C-O-M-M. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we want to get into the NFC playoff picture a little bit. Where are the Lions' odds? They've come back to earth a little bit in terms of a Super Bowl. We'll get that for you next. But first, a message from Guardian Alarm. They're your local security experts and have been for over 90 years. When you see this black and yellow sign out in front of your house, it tells the bad guys one thing. Stay out. Whether you are at home or on the road, they're 24-7 professional monitoring, customized solutions from real experts, and technology backed by people means you are backed by the best. Call this number right here, 1-800. Stay out. And number again, 1-800. Stay out. Call them today. Tell them Woodward Sports sent you. Stay out. Stop searching for a vehicle and start finding one. Les Stanford Chevrolet Cadillac makes it easy. We harness the power of multiple dealerships and own the biggest selection of GM brands in the area to get you the car you need. With the Les Stanford Group, you'll have access to four different dealerships, providing you with more makes, more models, and more choices. We're connected to more than 1,000 vehicles. And with so many high-quality CPO vehicles available, you'll find new car quality at pre-owned prices. You can start and end your search at lesstanford.com today. Calling all landscapers, this is Darren McCarty. I'm at Outdoor Equipment Co. How would you like to landscape like a legend? How about a bad boy zero turn? And even a chainsaw. And even a weed whipper. Whether you landscape for your job or landscape for fun, get all your equipment from Outdoor Equipment Co., the official equipment provider of Woodward Sports. Michigan-grown, family-owned, OutdoorEquipCo.com. Now, coming to Woodward Sports, Woodward and Main Street, the Woodward Sports Network Detroit Lions Show. Let's go! Catch Gabrielle D. Phillips, Matt Broder, and Terry Foster for all the latest news on your Detroit Lions every week. Only on the Woodward Sports Network YouTube channel and woodwardsports.com. 
Hey, I want to tell you about Les Stanford Chevrolet Cadillac. Buick GMC, that's right. Les Stanford has expanded into Ferndale on Woodward Avenue, just south of Nine Mile with Les Stanford Buick GMC. They offer the same great service that customers have come to know and trust. Again, Buick GMC located in Ferndale on Woodward Avenue. And of course, if you're looking for a Chevy or a Cadillac, Les Stanford in Dearborn, where they have been on Michigan Avenue for over 55 years. You can find the brand you want, all GM brands under one umbrella. LesStanford.com, LesStanford.com. Find new road. Find them. Hey, let's take a look at the NFC playoff picture, uh, if we could. The Lions are now the three seed after the loss last week to the Packers. And I think we all should start rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles here this week because they've got a big one uh, at home against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers, by the way, are a three-point favorite in Philadelphia, a team that's lost one game this season but if a you one just, score game nonetheless absolutely but if you just take a look at the um seeding there bray lions with a uh what do you call it a, a three a three seed yeah. they would play right now if the season ended today the seattle seahawks so why are we want to cheer for the Eagles in this particular one? Because I think you, you your your goal now is the two seed. Okay. I don't think you can catch Philadelphia. I think you're probably going to lose at least one more of the six that you play. Right. So you're going to have four losses, uh, and to keep pace with San Francisco, I think you absolutely want to play that divisional round game at home if you have a chance to do that. I, mean, I think you definitely want to play at home if you have a chance to do it. But I, like I said earlier, I think the Lions need to focus on winning. I don't think they need to focus on the seeds. For us, we can look at the seeds, and the two seed would definitely be ideal. Uh, but they just got to get in the dance at this point, man. They got to win as many games as they can. They got to win the NFC North, make sure they take care of business first because a big thing in terms of losing momentum is – Worrying about the next team, worrying about uh, the the 2C, worrying about which games you're going to get, worrying about what teams you're going to get. They need to focus on winning and get back to the basics and the things that they're doing. But if they can get the 2C, it will be good. But I think the Lions, you get them in the playoffs, I think you get that different energy, man. I think they're going to be good regardless of where they're at. I want the Seahawks. If you're not getting one, then... I want the Seahawks. I think da- I, I, I would love to play the Seahawks and end and that. And that little jinx that they got over us, because they've got, they've got our number. It's no question about it. They've got our number, and I would like to have another crack at them. To be honest with you, not I, to mention they have not looked like the same Seattle Seahawks. I think they get blown out tonight too. And I and I agree. Like I don't they think ha- so. Eh. Not tonight. Let's put it this way: I could see them getting blown out. I definitely will say that. But they have not looked like the same Seattle team. They're th- turning the That's ball over. They can't run the ball. Remember, they got to the point where they were actually rushing the quarterback, and those two cornerbacks were being locked down. Those cornerbacks are getting exposed a little bit. The defensive line is getting no pressure. We talked about getting Kenneth Walker back. Not, excuse me, not Kenneth Walker. Talked about getting Frank Clark back. Talk about getting Leonard Williams. Those guys have been no shows for yeah. the Seattle Seahawks right now. So I think the Dallas Cowboys are catching them at the right time. But the one thing you can't forget, Pete Carroll is a Super Bowl winning coach. Pete Carroll is one of the greatest coaches of all time in terms of pivoting, getting his team prepared. So I think he'll be prepared for this game. We got up to the Dallas Cowboys, see what they do. Dallas is obviously a lock for one of those wild card spots, assuming they don't catch Philadelphia. Um, but is you, it, it, can they still catch Philadelphia? Well, they got it. They're, they're two back. Okay. And they got they play each other once, one time. So okay. Philly they, nipped them. 
And Philly nipped. Dallas yeah. should have won that game. Correct. Exactly. By inches. Yeah. Uh, if, if they make that two-point conversion that Dak stepped Step out. Step out of bounds. Uh, then and the touchdown that was called need, on the goal line. Then they need the field goal at the end yeah. instead of the touchdown. But I just want to make a point about the final four seeds. Like, if you look at Seattle, Minnesota, Green Bay, and L.A., okay, there's four teams for two spots. Assuming, again, Dallas gets one of those wild cards. Minnesota Green Bay, Seattle, and the Rams. Two of those four are getting in. Wow. Two of those four are getting in. You know I like the Vikes, right? Yes. But I I think they might be fading a little. They're done. Done. They might be fading a little. I th- yeah. I think Joshua Dobbs is not, you know. It, well, he's, he turned into a pumpkin. Well, he turned, into what he, he turned into what he's been. Right. You know, it, 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 it's just, it seems it's like question. he turned that, into he what did. he's been. No, he did. And, I, you know, I, I talked about a little bit earlier. It's like, you know, when he first got there, he's basically just running around. When when you have film on in the NFL, the best thing to do is the surprise element, the element of surprise. When the teams don't have film on you, Ryan, going into those two games, those defenses didn't know what Josh Dobbs was capable of, what these guys were going to do, how they were going to run the offense, what he even knew. So they're kind of going out there and they're just they're just playing in the dirt. It's like, hey, look, you know, run this. So, hey, why don't you? They're playing in the dirt, so they didn't have these guys on film. Now, as they got them on film. Guys see what they're doing. Now they open up the offense to him. Now they're starting to try to run the plays, and they're adding too freaking much. Like he's like you said, Josh Dobbs doesn't have a job for a reason. Well, and, and again, it's a great point, Bray. I mean, how many guys in the NFL have been cut from a practice squad? Okay? Like, for instance, he was at the Lions practice squad, no. Bray. How many guys in the NFL have been cut off a practice squad team and not like I'm not saying like made a roster or um, you know turned into a uh, an active NFL player where you played a couple of games, but really a starting impact player in the NFL. There are very few of those guys that actually happens to. Yeah, where you're cut from the practice squad. Yeah, like not the team, like yeah. the practice squad. Yeah. And then turn into like freaking Kurt Warner. I was just about to say, there's, there's a, that's, that's why you my guy. I was literally about to say, there's only one Kurt Warner. Yeah. You know, there's a guy that I know of that I play with, and you guys know him too. Toledo. You talk, you talk about the Bowling Green Toledo rivalry. Well, Lance Moore was a hell of a wide receiver for the University yeah, of Toledo Rockets. Comes and the Saints. To, so he gets drafted. That's where I was going. Yeah. But he was with the Cleveland Browns with myself, rookie year. He gets cut. He goes down to the Saints. Not only did he have a hell of a career, he also won a Super Bowl down there. So it doesn't happen very often. Lance had a very good career, but the average guy is getting cut. He's not Josh Dobbs. He's not Lance. Um, and he's definitely, definitely not Kurt Warner, Mr. Listen, Arena Football. I, I don't want to uh, poo-poo what Josh Dobbs has done. And I, I hope that he didn't turn into a pumpkin. I hope that he could still have a, an excellent NFL career and, and stick and see what happens. But watch the rearview mirror if you're the Vikings because the Packers are starting to play really well. And that's a good young team. They really went, they got rid of A-Rodge, and they went completely all young. They are missing the, the bell cow running back. If Aaron Jones can't play, that hurts them. If he plays, they can sneak up and get that get a spot and knock maybe Minnesota out of the playoffs. 
And I think that's what so that's what Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers were so excited about with this season. Yeah, they knew they lost Aaron Rodgers. They knew they were going to take a step back. But they really believed in this young talent, Christian Watson, their wide receiver, Romeo Dobbs, their wide receiver, Rashawn Gary, who's really come on. I think he's in year four now. Shout out to the University of Michigan. Tunyon, that tight end. They love their core of young guys and a couple older guys like Aaron Jones, who's a stud when he can get on the field. They liked that, and they thought that Jordan Love would give them just enough to end an NFC North that's wide open. If you're not vying for first place, Detroit Lions got that sold up. But it just didn't happen that early in the season. But now it seems like they're finding some type of consistency and some type of chemistry. Don't forget that Michigan State receiver they got. Oh man, Jaden Reed. Yeah, you bet. He scored the first touchdown last week. Thanks for that. That was uh. He is definitely. <laughs> oh, that was on Monday. That was uh, that was on the line. Yeah, he's on his way up. I want three hundred. Okay, that. so I, I'm giving you the four teams there. Um, Your Rams are tough. Well, well, well here, here's, what I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to – you get to choose the Lions playoff opponent of these four teams, Vikings, Packers, Seahawks, Rams. Order them for me Ooh. right now. Vikings, Packers, Seahawks, Rams. Wow. Seahawks. I want Seahawks, Rams, Seahawks, Rams, Packers, Vikings. Me, it's Rams, Seahawks, Packers, Vikings as well. Meaning you want to play the Rams? I would want to play the Rams yeah. over the Seahawks, the Packers, and Vikings. I want no part of the Minnesota Vikings in a playoff, in a first-round playoff. And there's a very specific reason for it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Week 16, week 18, and then you're telling me i got to play them the next week is what, week 19? Yeah. And Three times in four weeks? No thank you. And that's why I want to play the Packers before them is because they just took a bad loss to the Packers on Thanksgiving. In my yeah. estimation, look, they lost to a divisional rivalry. Yeah. They got embarrassed. They did. They got embarrassed in the grand sense. Outcoached. 100%. They got outcoached. They got outplayed. They got embarrassed. So if they were to see Green Bay again, it would be a get-back game for them. Yeah. So that's why I would put Green Bay third. Okay. But Vikings, I agree with him. We talked about this. The, the toughest stretch for the Detroit Lions was going to be what? Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. Now you mean to tell me that they've gotten a little bit better? Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings, Vikings again? To hell with that. I'll tell you. I don't know How if about you Broncos, Vikings, I, yeah. Cowboys. I skipped them. <laughs> I don't know if you want the Rams right now. Kieran Williams is back. He's one of the better backs in the game that no one knows. Yeah, you got Cooper Cup. You got uh, Puka Nakua, Matthew Stafford if he stays healthy, and you got Aaron Donald still on the other side. Yeah, Kieran he, he, I don't know if you want that team. Yeah, Kieran Williams is Kelly. He was a TCU. We actually saw him last year. He's a ball. back, man. He's man. definitely a good back. I mean, Matt, Matt Stafford, four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, you got to play somebody, uh, but though, you gotta too. Play I want somebody. Seattle. I yeah. told you. No. I want Seattle. Aaron Donald kind of hasn't been the same guy this year because he can't get really help. Kind of looks like the other side of what Aiden is dealing with. But then also in wide receivers, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup both have calmed down. They're not the same Puka Nakua that they were early on. Puka, he's, he's, he's tapered off a little bit. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he's tapered off a little bit. Plus, that's because it's film now. Yeah, but they got to come here. But at the end of the day, that's the other thing we're missing. Right. They have to come to Detroit. What a story if the Mass Rams come here. here. No, I mean, oh my God. look, if you really want a story. That's the story. Have, have the Rams come here. Have the Rams well, come here. That would go. be phenomenal. How how deflating is it, though, if they come here and Matt Stafford beats the Lions? Oh, that, oh, that is what it is. See, that's why you don't want to play. <laughs> that's that is nice. what it is. 
That would be a story as well. Yeah, that Matt would... Stafford finally won a playoff game wow. at Ford Field. Wow. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, that, that is, that is good right. stuff. Hey, guys, uh, break time. Uh, when we come back, it is time for a Top 10 Thursday. Top 10 Thursday plus Mike O'Hara coming up 30 minutes from now. But first, a message from Swiss. Do you have football on the brain? It's already been an awesome college and pro football season this year. Fall is also the perfect time to shop your home and auto insurance. Shop it like a pro with Swiss Insurance. They cover Woodward Sports Network, and they should be covering you, too. Ask for Mark at Swiss Insurance today at SwissINS.com or call 248-800-4177. Savor the heart of home at Big Boy with our all-new down-home comfort dishes. Feast on homestyle goodness with our southern comfort chicken bowl, veal parmigiana, and apple pie hotcakes. The down-home delight doesn't stop there. Potato pancakes are back. Dive into the richness of our perfectly crafted potatoes with our classic potato pancakes and our stuffed potato pancakes. Top off your meal with our new gingerbread shake, a seamless blend of creamy vanilla and sweet gingerbread flavors. Nothing beats the comforting taste of down-home cooking. Enjoy every bite, only at Big Boy. Woodward Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune into the Woodward Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool-Aid sipping celebrations. You won't want to miss it. Join Maz, Stick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. At work and at home, we're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. Again, come to Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and register for a trip of your dreams and all-expenses-paid suite for the 2024 NCAA Tournament. That's right. No expenses spared for you in five of your best buds. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. It's open seven days a week. You can walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Sir. Absolutely. Hey, welcome back. Woodward Sports Network. Ryan Armani, Braylon Edwards, Tom Masway. We got Pete Spivak. We got JB over there. We got my main man, Kool-Aid, over here, too. Programming note, I am not going to be here tomorrow. I'm going to be traveling to the Big Ten Championship game in Indianapolis, covering the game for Fox 2 locally here in Detroit. So, uh, more than happy to join you is by phone. You're going back to your sports days. I'm going back to my sports roots. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll be traveling. Um, we'll call you. We'll talk to Luke on your way. Oh, very put good. Put Luke on the phone. Yeah, we'll put Luke on the phone. There you go. Oh, I'm there saying the last two years I went, man, I caught the night flight. <laughs> I caught the night flight. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, I caught the oh. night flight. That's all I'm saying. I'm driving. Bring your butt. Oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, bring your butt to work yeah. tomorrow. Fo- Fox flies Braylon Edwards out to Indianapolis. That's you, National Fox. You drive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tell so him, Bray. There you go, Bray. There you go. There hey, it's go. a top 10 it is. Bray, you got to bring Max in tomorrow. Take over for Ryan. Hey, oh, Max comes in. Yeah, Are you guys even here tomorrow? 
Yeah. I think yeah. you're at Dispo. No, we're here. Oh, we're here. Oh, you are? We're here. Oh, okay. We're, we're here, and here? then we're here again that night. We're not here. We're at Dispo. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Hazel Parker. Oh, Hazel. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if, you, if you said Romeo, I was, I was no. riding with you to the next. Hey, I'm doing a gummy tomorrow. <laughs> are you are? You are? Yep. You're not there. I'm doing a gummy. Look at I'm that. there. Oh, God. This is going to be fun. I had it right here. I had it right here. So I dug deep in the bag. Came up with nothing. <laughs> Brain Top Came 10 up Thursday. Empty. Here we go. Give us a little beat here, Kool-Aid. Let's get a little music on. Let's, let's, let's get the people out there. Give them some music. Wake them up a little bit. Look, Top 10 Thursday. Haven't done one in a long time as it relates to putting the graphic out there for you guys. So I so said, why not? Let's get a good one, JB. So with Aaron Rodgers, okay? Mm. Aaron Rodgers coming back from injury, potentially. Mm. CJ DJ coming back from injury, potentially. What better way than talk about those guys and mention 10 really, really good comebacks. So these are the top 10 comebacks that have happened in a little while. Number one is is debatable. Me and Jeremy went back and forth over that. We'll get you guys inside on it. So let's start this thing out. Number 10 or in no particular order, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer towards ACL. I did it the same year in 2005, uh, 2006 actually. They would. I think if Carson Palmer doesn't tear his ACL, I think they're the ones playing that Super Bowl down there in Detroit at Fort Field. I think it would have been them and Seattle, but he tears, he tears it again with the uh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, and he comes back and win Player of the Year, and actually had one of his better years of all time. Number nine. Uh, Tom Brady, the reason the rule was put in, the Miami Dolphins uh, having a hell of a year that year down there in Miami. Uh, he's, yeah, got hurt towards ACL. They changed the rule. You can no longer hit the quarterback. And what does he come? Well, he comes back to a couple Super Bowls and the greatest quarterback of all time. Coming in number eight. Man, I got one on for you, too. All right. Do you remember the Tyler Eifert injury and when he got hurt? It I was, deal with the Bengals. It was nasty, man. It was nasty. And he comes back, gets yeah, he gets traded to, uh, I want to say, the Jets. He had a really good year. Yeah. yeah, he got a really good year after that. This is more recent. Guys coming back from injuries, man. It can be done. Those ACLs, those Achilles, they suck. Trust me, I've had an ACL. I tore my meniscus as well. But guys can come back from injury, and we've seen that with Jamison Williams. Number seven, what you got there for me? Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin. Oh, Missouri hey. Pride. What the, okay, what you know about Jeremy oh, Macklin man, from Missouri? He was a great player at Missouri. Yeah, he was damn good. And he was a really good player for the Eagles, but you know who ruined that thing, uh, who busted it up. Chip Kelly comes in there. He's like, yo, I'm going to change this whole thing up. He gets rid of Mike Vick, Jeremy Macklin, Shady McCoy, and Deshaun Jackson, the, the, the same four guys that had them in the playoffs the year before. Jeremy Macklin tears his ACL, and he comes back the next year, 1,100 yards, and I touched down. Shout out to Jay Mack. Number six. Now, this one's interesting. Ooh. You remember this one? Is that the Silverdome? Barry Sanders shakes the dog on you know what out of rod wilson tears his acl or tears his pcl i believe doesn't play the rest of the year comes back and plays in, in the, the super bowl, bowl against the dallas cowboys now obviously they didn't win that game but the fact that he tore earlier in the year and he came back and actually had a good game uh rod wilson but stay away from barry sanders on the sidelines in silver dome man that cement is not giving not forgiving i should say number five uh, Willis McGay. So, do you guys remember? Oh, uh, the, the college games. How do you not live? Like, like Maz. Yeah, he would have been a lion if this didn't happen. Yeah, and that's it, a fact. He would have been a lion, and Cal the Calvin Johnson would have never been a lion. Wow. Wow. Thank God it happened mm -hmm. then. Yeah, it was. Uh, was it? No, it wasn't Calvin. Was it, it Calvin? It wasn't Calvin. It would have been Roy Williams. Oh. Roy Williams. Uh. It was Roy Williams because Roy Williams was the year before me. 
So it's been 04. Calvin went 07. Right. I thought it was when the Lions picked two. So Pat, Lions because uh, Roy oh, Williams went seven so in 2004. I thought the Lions were going to be on the clock from a game. 2003 NFL draft. So 2003 NFL draft. The Lions oh, yeah, selected Charles Rogers. Charles Rogers. There you go. And number there two. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second so, overall. So I was, we Lions would add Mil- Willis McGahey and never Charles Who went Rogers. one? Uh, Carson, Carson Palmer. Palmer. And then three was Andre the Houston Johnson. Texans. Andre yeah. Johnson, yeah. Next year was Larry Fitzgerald. Right. Next year was... Mm-hmm. This but, was at the goal line, yeah, right? The Willis McGahey injury. No, it was on the sideline. It's about the fifty. The McGahey injury? Yeah, I thought it was. It was a, at, I thought it was at yeah, the goal I line. It was at midfield. It was at midfield. That's yeah. what I said. The fifty. No, it was at the fifty yeah. on their sideline. And Mike Doss, another number two, he put his helmet right I'll on his knee. Like I mean, you know what it was. If they do that, this way, like if that would have happened now, Mike Doss wouldn't even been drafted. But back then, you do it. He did it, and it cost him national championship to a certain extent. But. That injury was bad, and still, somehow, because this injury happened January 1 or January 2 back then, 3, still was able to operate at Pro Day. He had his own Pro Day, still was able to do some things, and still got drafted in the twenty uh, pick 24. 20, 23. That, that was a terrible to draft. Bu- to the Buffalo Bills, yeah. correct? Yeah. That was a terrible draft. One Hall of Famer in this draft, taking 16. Any, any guesses? The team? No, Pittsburgh. Man. Oh, uh, Troy? Yep. Troy Palomalu. Troy if Carson Palomalu. doesn't tear his ACL He's that first time, he'd have been a Hall of Famer. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Palomalu or Carson? No, Terrell Carson Sucks Palmer. turned out to be pretty okay, too. One of the yeah, best defensive linemen of all time. Carson Palmer would have been, a, would have been it, the real was, deal. It was Kiesel. It was Kiesel did the Brett dirty Kiesel. play. Brett Kiesel did the dirty the play. Steelers. Did him dirty. Shocking the Steelers yeah. would do something dirty. All right, number four, what do we got? Joe Montana. Tell Joe me Montana? About, tell me about Joe getting hurt, Maz. What do you mean? <laughs> I'll never forget when the, when the uh, Giants uh, finished him off. Yeah. Leonard Marshall. Pause. Leonard Marshall <laughs> crushed Joe Montana. Got it over with. They were, they were tied in the 49ers. The 49ers, they are the team of the 80s, no matter about the 85 Bears. Lawrence Taylor with the Giants did. The 49ers are the team of the 80s and one of the best dynasties of all time. But the, the Giants had had enough. They had had enough, and they wore Joe Montana out. They actually, they, did. <laughs> they sent him to Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. That's what they did. Uh, come what in. Do you think these, no, go ahead. What do you think these older guys think of quarterbacks today yeah. and just the way the game is played? You heard it's Tom like Brady. Two-hand touch, but not even Brady. I'm talking about yeah. Steve Young, Joe Montana, Dan, Dan Marino, John Elway. Guys like, like this, Warren Moon, getting their freaking heads uh, uh, just knocked off and still and still getting up. Uh, yeah, Count for the next play, playing the next game. Next can you play, imagine next week? Can you imagine Dan Marino in the system where you can't hit the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like Dan Marino threw for six thousand yards. He threw for fifty two hundred in sixteen games. Like it would be different for those guys. Those guys were really. And I'm not dissing the game today. I think if you put those guys in this game, you have a lot of yards, a lot of sets. John Elway, some studs back in those times, but a lot slower, a lot of. It would be interesting because it might actually level off. A lot of these guys are statues. Like, a lot of these guys, they can't move lateral. They can't go south and west. You got Aaron Donald coming. Or you got J.J. or T.J. Watt or Nick Bosa or Joy Bosa or Aiden Hutchinson when he figures it out. Well, they didn't work out like these guys did. And that's what I'm saying. It might have balanced out. Yeah. It might have balanced out. Number three, if you will. Peyton Manning. I forgot Peyton even got hurt. Like I, But we know that he got hurt because it cost him – uh, his quarterbacking spot with Indianapolis Colts. And then he leaves because of the neck injury. And then he goes to the Denver Broncos after Irsay gets rid of him. 
And guess what, man? He wasn't done. He breaks the NFL record for yards in the season with 5,400, and he breaks touchdowns by his buddy Tom Brady with 50. Five couple in Super year. Bowls for the Broncos. And then him. they got trounced in the Super Bowls. So it wasn't all sweet with his coming back. Uh, number two, this where it gets interesting. Uh, you put, oh, that's all good. Drew Brees, Drew Brees got hurt. And, uh, Poor guy can't even use his right arm. I know. This is true. He thought it was done for him. He gets traded to the Saints, and the rest is history for Drew. So that's a hell of a comeback. Number one, it should have been two ones, though. Uh, so. T.O. and Adrian Peterson are what I consider the best comebacks ever. Now, T.O. did it in the same season. In the 2004 season, T.O. playing with the Philadelphia Eagles, number 81. The first 12 games, they were hot as firecrackers. The first 11, hot as a firecracker. He and Donovan dominating. Messes his ankle up, puts two screws in his ankle, sits out, tells him he's going to play if you make the Super Bowl. They make the Super Bowl. Not only did he play, Mm. if Donovan McNabb could have stepped up to the moment, Terrell Owens is your MVP. He had uh, 10 catches, 132 on yards on one leg. And he only could go one way. Yeah. Remember, he only could break to the right. So he never lined him up on the left the whole game. He was on the right the whole sideline. And then the other one is... McNabb threw up in that game. He didn't. Yeah, he pulled a Willie Beeman for, for sure. Yeah. In more ways than one. And then number one is another one, 1A, 1B, would be Adrian Peterson because he tears his ACL in 2007. And in 2008, we know what he did. He ran for 2,000 yards, first off of ACS. So just some little People th- forget about him, how great he was. Like Adrian mm-hmm. Peterson, one of the best running backs of all time. Yeah. Like 1,000%, one of the best running backs of all time. But once again, when you don't have playoff success, when you don't have those wins attached Look to Look at Eric name, Dickerson. And people forget about you. Like people, won't, they'll forget, like surely but uh, sooner than later, that game, that uh, what was it, the overtime game? With Brett Favre and Adrian Peterson, they'll forget Adrian Peterson. He was on that team. Mm. So, but those are some some good ways to point out CJGJ. We need to be on that list. No Aaron doubt, Rogers that'll be fun. If he can come great be on that list. Great job. Hey, we'll we're going to talk to Mike O'Hara in about 15 minutes from now. Uh, but I want to go around the NFL. We'll do that next. Uh, but first, a message from Feldman. Feldman. Oh, it's the Feldman. That's right. Michigan's number one Chevy dealer. With over 18 locations, that means there's a location near you, probably in your own backyard. All you got to do is go to FeldmanAuto.com, and you can figure it out. Since 1996, Feldman Automotive has been driven to provide a fast, convenient, and first-class car buying experience. It's called the Feldman Advantage. Do yourself a favor. Take advantage. Now, coming to Woodward Sports. Woodward and Main Street. The Woodward Sports Network Detroit Lions Show. Let's go! Catch Gabrielle D. Phillips, Matt Broder, and Terry Foster for all the latest news on your Detroit Lions every week. Only on the Woodward Sports Network YouTube channel and woodwardsports.com. Gabby is a college student struggling to study for her big exam. Then she discovered Cintron, a healthy way for her to stay awake and focus. Jennifer frequently has chaotic days like this until she gets online, orders some Cintron, and finds her groove. April visited her local grocery store, purchased a case of Cintron, and entered to win the Cintron 100K Vegas giveaway. Pick up your case of Cintron today at any Meyer location or visit drinkcintron.com Vegas and enter for the 100K Vegas giveaway. 
Where's the most convenient place to get that big fitness energy? It's Planet Fitness! Join today for just $1 down, $10 a month. With over 2,400 locations and equipment for every workout, you can get in, get energized, and get going. And with free fitness training and most clubs open 24 hours, everyone belongs in the judgment-free zone. So join today for $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment, cancel any time. Deal ends Wednesday, September 13th. Join now at any Metro Detroit location. Hurry, offer ends soon. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. Hey gang, let me tell you about Outdoor Equipment Company, the official outdoor equipment provider of Woodward Sports. Michigan-grown, family-owned, bad boy mowers, tractors, steel handhelds, even weed whippers, Liberty trailers, Generac generators, and let me tell you, you're going to want one of those if your power goes out in the winter, no doubt about that. Snow X plows and salters, Outdoor Equipment Company has it all. You could buy it, you could rent it, all for 0% financing delivered to your doorstep. OutdoorEquipCo.com, OutdoorEquipCo.com, your power equipment playground. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have some breaking news in the NFL. How about the, that? The Lions and Broncos have been flexed to 8.15 on NFL Network on Saturday night, December 16th. So the Lions and Broncos, that was a TBA. Uh, the game time has been set now, uh, December 16th. It's a Saturday night. So Saturday night at Ford Field, that'll be a great one. Uh, Lions and Broncos, 8.15 on NFL Network. Now, I do not know this for sure. But I believe when games are on NFL Network, there are I hope and so. have been instances in the past where local networks, namely Fox 2, uh, have picked, have been able to pick those games up. I don't know if that's the case or not. I'm sure that's being worked out right now. I think it has to be. I, I think yeah, I if think the home so team, too. home team's got to be seen on regular. Uh, network television. Yeah. I'm sure they'll work that out. If they do it for ESPN, right. it goes to Channel 7. Why the hell wouldn't it work and with NFL the Network? The last time they played, I think that Thursday night game on NFL Network against the Packers was also carried It was on Fox 2. It was carried somewhere because I was at the bowling yeah. alley that yeah. night. So, um, was just, it NFL Network or was it uh, NBC that night? I thought that was a Thursday. It was week four. Week so four. I thought that was a Thursday night You're right. NFL Network game. Yeah, you might be right. Or it was an Amazon game. Carried out Amazon. That's what it was. It was an Amazon game. So it, it should be able to still get on, hopefully, Fox 2. It's a great point. It was an Amazon Thursday yeah. night game carried on Fox 2. We'll find out, though. Yeah, we will. I will definitely find out. Yeah, I will, too. How about you and I both find out? How about I find out and then you find out? <laughs> All right. All right. And then you, you find out right now. I'm going to take you around the NFL. Please. How about that? Uh, there's a Thursday night football tonight. This is on Amazon for sure, guys. It's the Seahawks at the Cowboys. Cowboys a heavy favorite in this game. Nine-point favorite. Oh, my. Nine-point favorite for the Dallas Cowboys 
at home tonight against What's the Seattle Seahawks. What's the number on this Seahawks. one? Nine. Nine? So yeah. that must have come down then. Why? What was it? Nine and a half. Okay, well, it's nine now. Let's see what it is right this second. And you tell me about that. I'll tell you right this nine. second. It's still nine. Nine. Nine yep, still times. nine and 47 and a half. Nine times. By the way, primetime unders, okay? Primetime unders. Are leading. 30 and nine. Yeah. What's considered a primetime game? Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Primetime unders. Are you kidding me? You know what that means? Over. <laughs> I don't know how this game goes under. The way Dallas scores. Well, Dallas, the last three, uh, the last three games at home, they've scored in the forties. In the the fourth game, they scored thirty eight. Yeah. So this team scores so many points at home, and they do it defensively too. Yeah. So last couple of the the last three home scores, forty five to ten. 49 to 17, 43 to 20, and then they threw in the 38 to 3. Wow. And then the 30 to 10 against the Jets. Yeah. This team has won every home game by 20 or more points. That's something, man. So Seattle is in trouble tonight. I thought the points would be good for Seattle tonight, but maybe that Well, they're begging you to take Seattle. Yeah, I guess they are. I think Seattle's definitely in trouble. And the reason why I think they're in trouble is because since that Eagles game, you know, what you wanted to see with Dak. Yeah, we know Dak can play good at home. We know Dak can good play good with the league. We know Dak can beat up on bad teams. But how do you play on the road, Dak? How do you play against the Philadelphia Eagles on the road? How are you going to play in your big-time games? And I think that's the question. How he played in that game against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia, had an opportunity to beat him, stepped out of bounds. He was this close, kind of like KD shooting at three uh, against Giannis. And those guys this close to it being over. How he's responded since then, I think that really unlocked something for Dak. Dak has kind of been at war with the media this year. Like Dak is a guy that's always very, very classy at the podium, still is, but he's always smooth. He's even killed. This year, the media has gotten to him at that podium, whether it's about the 49ers, whether it's about the Eagles, whether it's about not being a top-five quarterback, has gotten to him. And I think he's starting to answer those questions. That Eagles game, he played really well. Seven one of his and best then, years. And then – one, he's Here's in, a dumb question. He's in MVP contention. That's what I was going to say. Is he the MVP of the league right, right now? Right now he is. Like or, it, or if he's up it, there. If, if 10 days from now they beat the Eagles. And then and he's Lions. really, forget about the Lions for a second. Once he beats Philadelphia on Sunday night football next Sunday, if they beat Philadelphia, he is the clear-cut favorite for the MVP award right now. Tell me this year doesn't remind you guys of last year as it relates to the Heisman Trophy. Like last year, at the end of the season, they were trying to give the Heisman Trophy to somebody. It was like, Stetson Bennett, do you want it? It was like, Max Duggan, do you want it? Stetson. Stetson I forgot who won it. Uh, freaking Caleb Williams. Oh. Caleb Williams lost the Pac-12 championship, and I say that to say this. Who's are the MVP or who is or who are the MVP candidates Six right now? Six weeks ago. It's like Lamar Jackson, you want to put him there because they're doing good? His numbers aren't the greatest, but they're winning. It's like Dak Prescott, hell of a numbers, but he lost to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, doesn't have the best numbers, but he's always a guy you can count on at yeah. the end. Brock Purdy, do you give the credit to the whole team or do you give a little slice of that credit to what he's doing? Tua. Tua seemed like he cooled up. There's so many guys that are around the equation, but I can't pick two, three guys to, hey, it's this guy, it's that mm. guy. Dak beats those guys a couple weeks from now, like you said, 
or I think it's maybe this game against the 49 I'm just kidding, the 49ers and Eagles. Maybe who plays well in that game? Maybe could come out as your leader. Heisman as MVP. Fan. Hey, there's That's a warrant leader. out for the arrest of Von Miller. This is a pretty big story. It's gaining traction. Uh, supposedly, what the word is is he laid the allegation allegations. Is. He laid hands on his pregnant. Uh, is it his girlfriend? Yes, his girlfriend is not his wife. I want all of the the details to kind of come out before everybody you know gets to jumping on it. Stephen A. Smith said something really good. He was like, the whole situation going on right now with Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, the uh, individual for uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. He plays Oklahoma City, some th- uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. I think he's been accused of an underage situation, and all the details haven't come out. He's and, only 21. Well, and, yeah, that's... but she was 15. Allegedly. So, but what all I, it's not about the situation. It's about what I'm about to say next. The NBA has done a very good job, and so has the media, waiting till all the facts come out. I asked them to do the same with Vaughn Miller in this situation. Just wait till all the facts come out. Ryan, you always hit the nail on the head. No, no, no. You always yeah. do a great job. That's saying, exactly what I was going to say. We don't know. We don't know. Let's wait. I think in this day and age, everybody's ready to cruise for everybody. Vaughn Miller's a hell of a player, and I know him as a person. That's why I'm, I'm believing that it's not true, but I'm hoping it's not true. But we'll save it till we get the details. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is—he uh, has been cut loose to go and practice and get ready to play football. Here's some video of him, as you probably have seen already, but we'll show it to you anyway. It's this guy is—he was injured at the beginning of the season, and Braylon, this is an Achilles injury, uh, a, a complete tear. They said they operate on him, and look at him. And we've been yeah. seeing him throw the ball, but is he? First of all, is he crazy to want to come back this year? He and the New York Jets are both crazy in the situation. And I'm a diehard New York Jet, so it, pay, it, well, it doesn't pay me to say it. it is what it is. We speak candidly. Like, look, they're crazy for the situation. Like, I heard him. He wants to be the first to come back. They've lost four in a row. They're not playing for anything. They're not making it to the playoffs like that. They're not making it to the playoffs. So what is he trying to come back and risk at the end of the day? What are they trying to allow him to come back and risk? Like I, a dumb question I heard somebody say, like, do you allow him to come back and just play, just play a series just to say he can be the only one to come back this fast and then make you feel good about the next season? Why? So then he can hurt? It took him four plays to get hurt when he was healthy. Right. Like, four plays to get hurt when he was healthy. Like, if the Jets did this, like, Woody Johnson, like, they would be asking for his head. And he's the owner. He's the owner of the team. I don't think he should play. Hey. And I also stick with what I said. I've never seen anybody come back uh, in three I months. want to play this bit of audio for you. It's from a former teammate. Well, it's a former Jet. Uh, a wide receiver, Lavernius Coles. I played with Paul. All right, Lavernius Coles Pause. on his podcast uh, came out and said <laughs> that this whole signing of Aaron Rodgers – has ruined the Jets. Give it a listen. By bringing Aaron Rodgers in, that would make things better. It has made things worse. I've seen it happen. I was at the cusp when we was 9-3 and three with Brett as quarterback. It looked good. It didn't feel good. Hey, dude, you got 11 guys, 10 other guys on this team that knows this offense. But you mean to tell me we have to change what we've been doing because of this guy? And that's what happened. What do you think? I didn't even have to listen to that to, 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 to know he was wrong. Look, man, I love Lavernius. Lavernius gave me a lot of good information when I was with the Jets. I actually did a training camp together. I uh, love him. Florida State, go nose. But with that being said, how do you ruin the Jets? The Jets are already ruined. The Jets have been broken for a very long time. They haven't Mad. won a playoff game since you played. And that, you know, that's typically what happens when I leave a place. But, you know, no, I'm just joking. I'm just messing around. Maz, you're the resident Jet guy. The Jets yeah. have been broken for a very long time. And here's a season which Woody Johnson finally says, you know what? 
the hell with this. We're going to get Aaron Rodgers. We're trying to put ourselves back on the map. We got a really good defense. Yeah. We're going to go after it. Hell, if Aaron Rodgers wants a couple guys that are over the hill or not that good, so be it. Give yeah. him Lazar and give him Randall Cobb because we want him and we got Garrett Wilson. We got Brees Hall. We got a team. Hell yeah. So I don't agree with Lavernius. Look, brothers can disagree. I don't agree with Lavernius on this. He didn't ruin anything. Now, they may have ruined it by not going to get a backup, and then they may have ruined it once he got hurt by not pursuing another quarterback, but they did not ruin this franchise by going to get Aaron Rodgers. They hey, showed you we had a pulse. Last Aaron Rodgers detail I'll bring up to you is he came out last week and he feels responsible for the way Zach Wilson has kind of fallen off. Uh, I'll put his tweet up there for you, but I, I did say a couple of weeks ago when finally Zach Wilson was pulled from a game and that was it for him. He went down to the basically uh, emergency quarterback situation. He wasn't there on those road games and to help this kid out. What else could he have done to help this kid, or was this kid a lost cause from the get-go? I mean, he's been a lost cause in my estimation, and it's no disrespect. Zach can actually feel bad for him. Like I told you, I met him. He's a nice guy. When he had the fan base wearing effing Mike Wallace, I mean, excuse me, Mike uh, White. 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 Effing Mike White shirts last year. When you had guys basically cheering that Zach was hurt or Zach wasn't playing, you knew last year that this thing was over, and then you doubled down this year. And you tripled down this year. And you quadrupled down this year. You've consistently put him in a bad spot. And his team knows he doesn't have it. He knows he doesn't have it. So this isn't on Aaron. This is on the New York Jets. And this is on that organization, that franchise. You saw last year how they felt about their, their teammate in Zach Wilson. It's definitely not on Aaron Rodgers. All right, guys, I got to get a break in when we come back. Uh, more NFL. Also, Mike O'Hara coming up 10 minutes from now. But first, a message from the Hamlin Pub. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hamlet, baby. baby. Hang on, baby. Oh, yeah. We got Hang it. On, we baby. got you. Just hold on. Oh, yeah. Just hold on for oh, one we, more we day. Oh, we got it. Hold on here. Let me get the right Hamlin pub in here. You here we go, baby. I, I got, got her you. down. I got we her got down. Got He's got the shirt on. Have you ever wanted a bar where you're a regular? We have just the place for you. Head to one of the Hamlin pub's seven locations and experience where everyone's a regular. Whether you're enjoying half off pizza on Thursday, that's tonight, or game day specials available during all Michigan sports and NFL games. That's tonight Hamlin as well. Hamlin Pub is the place. Visit a location today and experience your new favorite pub for all things sports. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune into the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder.
Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men for an award-winning haircut experience from one of our talented stylists and register for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win an all-expenses-paid suite for the 2024 NCAA tournament for you and five of your best buds. That's right, college basketball's most elite event. You and your five best friends just get to any Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically register to win the trip of your dreams. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's, it's wicked awesome. Now, coming to Woodward Sports. Woodward and Main Street. The Woodward Sports Network Detroit Lions Show. Let's go! Catch Gabrielle D. Phillips, Matt Broder, and Terry Foster for all the latest news on your Detroit Lions every week. Only on the Woodward Sports Network YouTube channel and woodwardsports.com. Take your friends and live it up in the city that never sleeps. It's the Centron Energy. Drink it and live it. Purchase a 24-pack today and enter to win. Register at drinkcitron.com slash Vegas and buy Citron at your local Meyer store. Citron, the healthier energy drink with great taste. Look good, feel great, and be the best version of yourself with Citron. Drinkcitron.com slash Vegas. Oh, yeah, Pete's by McBaby. I'm going to let you do every read. He's getting hangover. Uh, right I'm right? telling you. Hey, guys, a little bit of breaking news. A um, little bit. Um, that's good stuff here. That, that's, well, there's two pieces. First, I'm going to do this. Uh, UCLA five-star freshman quarterback Dante Moore. Transferring. Set to hit the transfer portal. Uh, Moore was a top five overall recruit in 2023 who will add a highly talented young quarterback to the transfer market. So Michigan State is open. He's going to state. Michigan may be open. And don't sleep on Oregon. He committed to Oregon originally, but then Bo Nix announced he was coming back. UCLA threw a couple of bucks at him, and he went to UCLA. So do not sleep on Oregon. But I would take a look at Michigan State. I would do whatever I could to get this kid be my quarterback. He's yeah. going to Michigan State. You know, you talk about the guy that just went there, Josh Smith. Josh Smith, what did we say yesterday? Where did he has ties? Ties in Pasadena. Well, last time I was at UCLA, plays in Pasadena. Got to have spies on the ground. Got to have guys already making that connection. And then also, Dante King. Correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't this happen a lot with Detroit players? They leave and they come back. Most notably basketball guys. Guys will leave the state, and then they will come back. It is something about Detroit where we want to come back home, want to be around Detroit King, want to be around Cass, want to be around the city. It's something about the energy in Detroit that when our players leave, they all they always come back. So I guarantee you Michigan State is going to be the place where he goes. DJ Ungalele is coming out, too. He's okay. going to the transfer portal. You know, and he played for Josh Smith. John, John Smith. John Smith. John Smith, excuse me. Yeah. So, and there's another – Oregon State quarterback that's transferring as well. I'm hearing that he might go to Michigan State now, as well. I'm no fan of Matt Rule, but I don't know if you guys heard what he had to say about the transfer oh, portal. Yeah. It's like a free agency. You know, he's, he's like, to, to go out there and get a good quarterback, you're literally looking at a million, million and a half bucks in the transfer portal. That's that just something? what it is. That's where you start. To get a good quarterback in the transfer portal, if you want to go to the transfer portal and get a quarterback, million to a million and a half Minimum. Well, what I would tell that's him, where you start. What I would tell Matt Rule is to calm down because 
colleges and institutions have been making money off these players for years and years and years and years. They got money to spare to bring some of these guys in. It's just the way it works nowadays. You got to change and you got to adapt with the game. If some of these older guys can do it, like Nick Saban, who's already 70 plus, and I know he's a little younger than I'm being funny. No, he's like 70. Yeah, because I think he's like, Belichick's like 69 and Saban's like 67 or something. They're close. But anyway, you got to be able to adapt the program. So stop complaining. Stop telling me about woe is me, this, and patting our doozy, and guys can just leave. Adapt with the times. Um, Second piece of news, Adam Schefter reporting that the first ever Monday night football game will be flexed. How about this? Mahomes, Kelsey, Chiefs. You're out. And Taylor Swift. Flexed flexed out of Monday Night Football. It was supposed, December 18th, was supposed to be Chiefs at Patriots. Nobody wants to see the Patriots. They will now have the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, So Philadelphia at Seattle, that is now going to be the first ever flexed Monday Night Football game. Chiefs at Patriots out. Eagles at Seahawks in. Yeah, I hope hope it's going to be a game. I mean, we just talked about the Seattle Seahawks. We're going to see what they have tonight because they have been struggling a little bit towards the end. So I hope it's not a situation where they're flexing a team that they think is going to be a better game and it's going to end up being another blowout. By the way, Saban is 72. Oh, excuse me, man. Brian Armani. Born in 51. Born in 51. Would you like another NFL thing before we go to Mike O'Hara? Yeah, please. One more. Uh, I want you guys to take a look at what the Texans wound up getting when they traded Deshaun Watson. Now, we know the Deshaun Watson trade hasn't been exactly what Cleveland was looking for. But look what it did to the Texans, Ryan. And you're going to have to read those for me. But they're pretty – you can't read them? Okay. I can see it. That's some pretty damn good players. Basically, off that trade with – off that deal, they got Tank Dill, wide receiver. They got running back Damian Pierce. They got DN, Will Anderson, Jr. They had wide receiver John Mechie. I wonder what happened to John Mechie out of Alabama. He was very nice. They got offensive lineman Kenyon Green and linebacker Christopher Harris. Christian Harris, excuse me. Pretty good players. That's how you turn it around, right? You're talking about six impact players there for one guy. Six for one. Yeah. It's a good, pretty good six for one. And not only six for one, you have two more picks coming up in 2024, a first and a fourth. And you've hit, actually, on all six of those players. And Jonathan Taylor, by the way, out two to three weeks with thumb, in, thumb surgery for Indy. That hurts their playoff hopes. They've been, they've been playing really well. Gardner Minshew has been playing very well. So Indy on the outside they're looking six in and right five. now. They're, they're right there, man. That, they are that, right there. That, that guy should be looked at coach of the year if they pull this Sean thing Steichen? off. Sean Steichen? Shane Steichen. Him too. Let me ask a question. Like With this coach of the year stuff, because it, it, it's so much. I see when we talk about who's the coach of the year, it's always these five and six teams or these six and four teams, and this guy is really working hard. Like, Shouldn't the coach of the year, it's kind of like the NBA, or it's kind of like the player of the year, shouldn't it be the guy with the most wins or the guy with the best resume or the guy who's done it consistently for the longest that hasn't gotten love? Like, why well, doesn't Nick Sirianni get any credit for that Well, team? that's why I'm not a big uh, individual awards guy, Bray, because, you know, Michael Jordan could win the MVP award every year, but he doesn't. But how do you separate the, the best from the not the best if you don't have these well, awards? Well, maybe a, a, a good situation. I don't freaking know. What do I know? <laughs> By the way, um, uh, going to take a break. We'll get to Michael Harrell in, in about 60 seconds that game lions and broncos 
will in fact be seen locally on Fox 2 oh, in wow. Detroit. So it's an NFL network game, but uh, we will simulcast the game on Fox 2. Michael so Harris got to stay up extra late that night. Absolutely. We'll get to Mike next, but first a message from Planet Fitness. I don't have the read. Okay. Planet Fitness. We'll go to commercial. Planet Fitness is a home. We'll go to commercial. We'll do it live. Go to commercial now, though. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Very good. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune into the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. Your home is your most important asset. Flexibility in the sales process is key. When you work with Mark White and Associates, you can cancel at any time, for any reason, without penalty. Speaking of flexibility, check this out. Who you work with matters. Hire the best broker in the game. Landscapers, this is Darren McCarty. I'm at Outdoor Equipment Co. How would you like to landscape like a legend? How about a bad boy zero turn? And even a chainsaw. And even a weed whipper. Whether you landscape for your job or landscape for fun, get all your equipment from Outdoor Equipment Co., the official equipment provider of Woodward Sports. Michigan grown, family owned. OutdoorEquipCo.com. Woodward Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool-Aid sipping celebrations. Join Maz, Dick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. Hey, gang, we'll go right to the phone lines and bring in our good friend Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. How you doing, Mike? Hey, Mo. Glad to hear we're good friends. <laughs> Mike, what's going on? Look. So great. Look. Uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. You're interrupting some very high-quality leaf raking, but uh, what the heck. Oh, Gotta man. Make, you, know, you just have to make sacrifices. Beautiful day. Actually, we're probably doing you a favor to get you uh, to stop raking the leaves right now. But, uh, hey, uh, Mike, this is uh, the season of giving, and the Lions have been giving that football away over the last month of the season in a pretty um, exceptional clip here. Ten turnovers in the last four games. As you see it, is that the biggest reason why this team has hit a rough patch? I think that, yeah, probably more than anything else. I, I didn't expect them to, to, to beat uh, Baltimore, what, five weeks ago or six weeks ago, whatever it was. And, and I certainly didn't expect them to lose to the, to the Green Bay Packers. So I think it, I think it has evened out. And, look, and we'll see. They have, they've just had their mini break. To me, it was sort of like a mini buy. 
and you saw what happened when they came out of the bye. They won a couple of games, and you've got things going again. We'll see if the same thing happens with, like I said, this mini bye to, to get it going again. You know, playing three games in 11 days really takes a toll. Do you feel like this 10-day layoff really came at a nice time uh, to just kind of recalibrate where they are as a football team and get back to fundamentals? Was this a really good 10-day break for them? Yeah, you don't know exactly how they spend all their time, but I would agree that that, that, that it is. And, you know, I think it's I, this, this time of year, I think any team – whether they're in the in the race or not, but predominantly when they're in the race, would like a break. It's just sort of just to recalibrate, as you said, and get ready for the last, you know, get down the down the stretch, as we used to say in the horse racing business. Mike, it seems like the people that love you and know you call you Mo. So you mind if I just stop <laughs> calling you Mike and call you Mo? I think it sounds a lot better. Can you repeat that slower? <laughs> I, I said, Mike, I'm going to start calling you Mo like Maz does. I feel like the people that know you call you Mo, so I'm going to call you Mo. Well, that's okay with me, but ask Tommy. I think he copyrighted that. I did, but I'll let him do it, Mo. See, Maz, I appreciate you, man. You You're so it. kind. Mo, let me ask you a couple questions real, real quick about these lines. It, when you look at the lines now, are you looking back on the season and are you saying, you know what? The injuries of Emmanuel Mosley's, the injuries of uh, C.J. G.J., the injuries of insert offensive lineman has that has had to interchange all year, and even David Montgomery. Is it the 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 injuries that have caused the Lions to kind of be in this space of seven and three, and now trying to kind of, or excuse me, but uh, seven and three, and trying to figure it out if they're that team still, or is it the schedule that they've played, and you look at the teams that they've lost to, playoff teams versus the teams they won, uh, not necessarily that good. Well, I think it's I think it's a little bit. Uh, I suppose are all good points, and I think it's a little bit of all of that, really. It, it's uh, the, the, the injuries. I mean, to some degree, I mean, okay, but everybody gets injuries. But this this really hit the Lions in a spot, and I'm talking about in the secondary that you just talked about. You know, they put a lot of resources in there, a lot of you know, a lot of effort to beefing up that part of the that part of the team, and and what they got out of it was one game from Gardner Johnson and two two snaps from the other guy. And so they certainly didn't get anywhere near the production or the availability that they expected to get from two really pretty well-respected, you know, NFL uh, defensive backs. I think that and the injury to left guard uh, Jonah Jackson, I think, has is, 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 is really made an impact on them in a negative way. Now, this is the National Football League, and you played in it, and you've got to find ways to overcome, and that's that's part of it. It's You're not just going to get 17 weeks plus, you know, a week off total of 18 weeks, you're not just going to get clear sailing. It's, there's going to be a bumpy ride somewhere in there, and you've got to you've got to be strong enough and mentally tough enough to navigate it. And if you look at their record, eight and three, I think for the most part the Lions have done that. They yeah. really, I think they really have. Look at their four and one in road games, four and two at home. So I think that's a really a pretty significant reversal of what you see. First of all, for most teams, and especially from the Detroit Lions up until like the midpoint of last season. So I'm not as you know, whacked out of what what happened in that last game against the yeah. Packers, as a lot of a lot of people might be, and that's that's okay. Everybody looks at it in a, in a different way, in their own way. But to me, I, I think we're making an awful lot of, out of, and this I'm not saying this with sarcasm. This is accuracy, a one-game losing streak. 
Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, you can't make too much of a one-game losing streak. I think a lot of people, though, they also look at the line. They look at the Chicago Bears game as what what could have been, and then the Green Bay Packers. But we do live in the real world, so that was not a loss. It was an almost loss. Last question I have to ask you is obviously the turnover. Turnovers are the big thing for Ryan and mine, yeah. and I agree. You can't continue to turn the ball over that clip, especially when you start facing teams like the Cowboys at the end of the season. Hell, even the Denver Broncos. Outside of the turnovers, what is something that the Lions definitely need to clean up or get better at going into this last uh, six games of the season? I'd say tighten the secondary. You just can't have guys standing wide, you're just wide open. You know, you're catching a run. You can't have it. You're, first of all, you're giving them up to catch, and then second of all, you're giving them up, you know, yards after catch. It's it's, and I don't know what the you know I, I don't know what the antidote for that is at all because, like I said just a minute ago, you know they really had addressed. You know, a lot of their off-season planning on, on on defensive backs, and they never didn't get. You know, they got no production out of them. The other part of it is is the pass rush. Where is it? You know, they've had what 22 or 23 uh, sacks this year, and, and and of those, of that total, 18 have been in three games. Right. You've got to look. It's yeah. It's great to get a, you know, a quarterback hit and all of that, but you've got to get them on the ground. You really do. It, it changes the game. First of all, it changes the, that play, then changes the game, and it changes the way they they, they operate. So that that's to be is is surprising how how little they've done in terms of rushing the passer. Uh, the dean uh, joins us, Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com. <laughs> uh, Mo, uh, this is for you here. Now the linebackers, we got Alex Anzalone down now with a hand and wrist injury. Not sure how long that's going to be. Jack Campbell, the young rookie. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, I'm hearing, is getting work. What, what's happening with the linebacking core? Oh, just what you just said. You know, they lost one, and now they're counting on two other two young guys to replace probably one one of their top three defensive players in Alex Anzalone. Look, he, I thought, I thought he really came on. You know, from the midpoint of last season through the end, and that carried it all the way through this season. And that's to me, it's a loss. First of all, just you know, his athleticism and the way he plays the game, and the other part about is is is, is his intelligence of playing the game too. Like he's the guy who wears that, you know, that green. Uh, which I just patted myself on the top of the head. <laughs> God, <laughs> must be must be something wrong with me. I just hit my green dot, and I, I didn't get any smarter. Mm, but um, but uh, that that too, somebody else has got to pick up that that pick up that slack, and, and they will. I mean, one way or another, but it, it, it won't be the same. And how about uh, Jared Goff? What's been the difference that you've seen in him in the past? Three weeks. Have you seen a, a difference? I mean, he's uh, he was fumbling back in the day. Then he wasn't fumbling. Now all of a sudden, he's a little bit. You know, he's not. He's not as comfortable looking as he was in the past. No, I don't think so. He, look, he really took some hits in this this last game. The, the, the one with the uh, two games ago with the, with the three interceptions. You know, two of them were tipped, and one was just an outright out and out bad throw. Uh, but like he said, that's the price of playing quarterback of the National Football you got to take accountability for everything that happens and he does that I don't think one thing about him even like the, the game where he had the, the interceptions on, on clutch time he came in and 4 minutes and 15 seconds took that team approximately 100 and, 140 or 150 yards in two, two yep. possessions to win the game didn't look like a guy who was, who was shaken by it I didn't like it Right. Obviously, you don't like things like that, but it didn't seem to me that it affected his performance in the last week. The disaster. But that entire team, to me, played oh. with absolutely no energy. And I just wanted, I wanted to do this, but I just thought to myself, 
don't you guys know that you invented this game in yep. 1935 <laughs> and you acting like it belongs to somebody else? I know. I brought two. I brought my uh, two youngest daughters to that game. Their first ones, their first Thanksgiving Day game. They kept texting me, Dad. What the hell, man? What's what's with this team? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was I was I was embarrassed watching that game, and I thought from the get go they were out coached in this game, Mike. From the get go. Yeah, they made a very smart play. The the uh, Packers did when they, they the coin flip. I mean, ninety nine times out of yep. or whatever it is, you didn't defer and let the other team go. You know, no, they had something in mind, and they went right at it. They yep. wanted a big strike coming right out of the gate, and they got a 53-yard uh, completion. And uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jerry Coombs, Jerry Jacobs, I'm thinking of another guy, Jerry Jacobs. Yeah, just couldn't get there. No. Now, there were really three guys. Should have been a touchdown, actually. Play on the ball. Yeah, it could have been well, a touchdown if he laid it out more. Well, I'll settle for 53 yards. Yeah. But right to me, it, it just looked to me like the Packers were on, were on their game. And the Detroit Lions, except for maybe the last possession, never were. No. Mike, I hate to ask the question because I feel like it's a hypothetical and there is are plenty of a lot of football left, but does it feel to you like Brad Holmes missed the boat a little bit this year at the trade deadline and uh, just throughout the year, I mean, Shaq Leonard is out there. No, like not even a visit. You know, I mean, it just feels like any opportunity to improve this team as the year went on, um, they just haven't done that. Do you believe that has been a mistake at all? And and again, little unfair because there's a lot of football left, and we don't know how the the year is going to play out. But it just feels like. A little bit of a missed opportunity to to improve this roster this year. How do you see it? Well, well, the one person that I that I would have liked would have been uh, uh, the pass rusher that ended up signing with the Chicago. Montez Bears. Sweat. He, he has completely Montez changed Sweat, that yeah. defense. Yeah, he really completely did. Completely changed well, that defense. I, 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 well, I don't know if he completely changed anything. I don't. I don't see him as that type of player. But he's a good player, but not not the best player. But but I I, I would have liked to have plugged him into that defense. I really would. Yeah, um, and we'll now, see. Now, I, what the re- just one last thing. Yeah, the reasons for that was it money and that ninety-eight mil is an awful lot of awful lot to shell out for a guy that uh, to play a half a season and then and then then whatever there's rest on his contract. I guess another four years or whatever it is. So I don't know. I, I, really, they haven't spoken on it yet. They haven't heard anything. Haven't any you know, sources close to a senior or whatever. But I'd be interested to find out why not. No doubt. Absolutely. Well, there's a lot of football left, and uh, it, it starts this week, one game at a time, New Orleans Saints. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for the time, my friend. We appreciate it. Mo, always a pleasure. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, you, you got look. it. We'll talk to you hopefully uh, maybe next week after a win. Hey, happy okay? early birthday, Mo. Oh, Mo, birthday. Happy next birthday, week. buddy. Next I'm week. trying to forget, guys. No. It's nah, a, man. You, how wait, do you forget you, Pearl you, you Harbor Day? Those years. <laughs> you don't forget Pearl Harbor yeah. Day, man. Do you? Hey, Mike. Thanks, my friend. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, guys. Mike O'Hara there. We're going to take a break. Where do you want to go here, Pete? Mark White. Mark White. Let's go. 
Winter is here, and if you're dreaming of a new home but feeling the pinch, we've got some fantastic news for you. Mark White and Associates, your trusted real estate experts, are here to help. Here's the deal. When you work with a Mark White and Associates realtor, they'll pay up to 5000 of your closing costs. That's right. Buying a home just got a whole lot easier. Imagine having an extra 5000 in your pocket this winter. With years of experience and commitment to making your dreams a reality, Mark White and Associates are your go-to for all things real estate. The incredible opportunity won't last forever. Call Mike Wright and Associates at 248-290-8242 and let them make your winter home buying dreams come true. Visit their website markwhitesells.com or call them at 248-290-8242 to hear the full terms of this offer and begin your home search today. Also, Planet Fitness is home of the judgment-free zone where anyone, and we mean anyone, can feel comfortable and work on their fitness goals. At Planet Fitness, you feel the experience of squeaky clean gym that has tons of equipment and full body workout in less than 30 minutes all memberships free including fitness training you'll get all of this just for ten dollars a month no commitment no matter where you are this is a planet fitness close there are more than 50 in the metro detroit and thousands more throughout the world Woodwood Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune in to the Woodwood Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool-Aid sipping celebrations. You won't want to miss it. Join Maz, Stick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune into the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men for an award-winning haircut experience from one of our talented stylists and register for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win an all-expenses-paid suite for the 2024 NCAA Tournament for you and five of your best buds. That's right, college basketball's most elite event. You and your five best friends just get to any Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically register to win the trip of your dreams. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's, it's wicked awesome. Hey, when it comes to your pet, do not settle for less. you got to give them the best. That's why Premier Pet Supply is hands down Michigan's best pet store. Family-owned and operated for over 30 years. They have over 13 Metro Detroit locations and over 60 brands of food at the lowest cost available. Also, they have uh, they got delivery for you right there. Curbside delivery if you need it. So give your pet the best. Check out Premier Pet Supply on the web at PremierPetSupply.com. And also what you need to do is you need to join Woodward Sports and Long Drink for the Lions VIP tailgate sponsored by Bullseye Event Group. Go to bullseyeeventgroup.com. That's how you get the tickets. Every home game at Shed 5. Talking about the Denver Broncos. Just got flexed to 8 o'clock game. Don't you want to be downtown? Don't you want to have some fun? You go downtown four hours before the game starts. That's when the party kicks off. You get drinks. You get food. It's all inclusive. Plus, you get to party with the best people in Detroit. You know what that is? That's Woodward Sports, baby. Come on down. Lions VIP tailgate. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Running out of show here, guys. Uh, what do you got, Maz? I got Pistons at the Knicks tonight. Oh, 14 Pistons. and a half point. 14 lost. and a half This is a franchise. Down. Every loss just continues to add to a franchise-long 15-game losing streak. Of course, they lost to the Lakers last night. This is probably the worst thing that could happen to this team. They got to get on a plane, go to New York, and face off against you know, the maybe Knicks. Maybe they can go to the Christmas tree. Uh, yeah, maybe they can go kick I watched it last night getting lit. It was very nice. Yeah. The Rockefeller well, Center. Well, the Pistons got lit last night, too. They got lit. The Rockefeller was the only thing that got lit. And uh, the Red Wings are home tonight for uh, the Patrick Kane uh, road trip because yesterday they played the Rangers. They lost to them. That was Patrick Kane's old team. How about this team? They're playing the Blackhawks tonight. His first team. So Patrick Kane got a chance to go against uh, the Blackhawks tonight. So Brent, good luck to the Red tonight? Wings. I need some positive energy. That's what I need. I feel like the Lions had positive energy going on. I feel like when the season first started for the Red Wings, they had positive energy. I think the Pistons, well, uh, they didn't have positive energy. But we we need some positive energy tonight. Uh, just lay low and relax a little Sit, bit. Just man. chill, man. Oh, I got Hondo. bowling tonight. I got a Zoom call with Hondo, Hondo Carpenter. Carpenter. Zoom, Hondo Carpenter, Zoom, man. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFL currently. And other than that, man, just relax and chill. Oh, man. All right, let's go. Hey, who wants to get us out of here today? Uh, Kool-Aid, what Kool-Aid. you got? What you Kool-Aid. got on my Kool-Aid? Get us out of here today. It's bowling night tonight. <laughs> yeah, bo- oh, turkey. You gonna get some of those turkeys as Ryan calls them? <laughs> hey, look, get man. Turkeys. Yeah. These Pistons, uh, like you said, I want to see a little bit more fight. Just a little I don't more even, fight. I don't even understand what's going on. You got young legs. You got a squad that's supposed to be realistically going out there and. Yeah. and you get run off the court by old LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Come on, man. Remember when B. Stu ran after LeBron last year? Look, oh, they was getting man. ass whooped, but at the fight? end of the day, you saw they the energy. Fight. They were the fighting. fight brought you in. Remember Wiseman when he first gets here and he's mad that they lost by that two points? He's Where's that energy? Man. That's all we ask. Pick for. up the energy. If it's true, they could have got two number one picks for uh, Bogey. And they didn't do it. Uh, I think that's fireable right then and there. Yeah, we'll say that for another show, man. For uh, yeah. for Wolf Sports, man. This is Braylon Edwards, Brian Ryan Armani, Tom Mazaway, my man Kool Aid, Peace Buyback, and JB is lurking over his shoulders, man. We appreciate you for always tuning in. Guess what, man? We're still bringing the heat. Lions gonna get a win. We're gonna change the energy. But right now, to beat a man, you gotta beat the man. Woo! See you tomorrow. <laughs>